Bemmers, lace up your gloves and get ready to get punched in the face by another episode of Dark Side's Couch, and this is James. This is the champion of the Slaughterhouse Arena, unexpectedly Mike. I'm Shay. It is very unexpected. What a dumb name for a comic book. Well, it was called Tales of the Unexpected, which I think I called it last time, but it's actually, by this point, they decided to revamp it, and their main revamp was changing the title to just The Unexpected. Shouldn't all good stories have things in it that are unexpected? Well, I li- yep. what I like about it is it's not too spooky because, you know, it's just unexpected. It's just, you know, I found yeah. 20 bucks on the floor. Uh, it's unexpected, you know? The, the emotion this comic wants to instill in you is, oh, huh. Oh, just, yeah. I didn't expect that. Exactly. Yeah, that's all. And that's really what I want. I think we were a little too spooky last time yeah. with uh, the thing. Yeah, that's that crab spider landlord. Yeah, that base yeah. professor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The devil what? who only had $2,000. <laughs> Take it I'm all. Still, I'm still laughing about it. I'm still laughing about the $2,000 devil. God. That was the best. That was <laughs> the best That's thing. everything he brought. That was probably out of all the stories we've read in the history Hundreds. of this like podcast, that story of the devil, like the <laughs> farmer and his daughter who couldn't read or write was my favorite. Yeah. Ever done. Illiteracy <laughs> saves the day. The farmer gets stung by a bunch of bugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like that, was, uh, that was his big misfortune is that he got stung. His biggest oh, mistake goodness. was that like while being swarmed by bugs, he had his mouth open. Yeah, you got to keep that closed. Yeah, he was just like, so. He just maybe thought his screams would well, frighten them off. He's a redneck. Always mouths always hanging open. He didn't seem like a redneck. Ooh. He seemed like a Pennsylvania farmer. What do they grow in Pennsylvania? Uh, corn, uh, wheat, probably. Tobacco. Uh, little tobacco. Independent wrestling companies. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's the Ides of Halloween. The Ides of Halloween. It's our middle Halloween episode, which means yeah. it's the least spooky. And it's the most unexpected. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not going to be very expected. Here's something unexpected. Uh, YouTube domain names. We need our own YouTube domain name. This is maybe two weeks old, so maybe Mike's forgotten what we were already talking about. But uh, No, uh, I beg. I tell people exactly that, like, you need to subscribe to our YouTube so we can change yeah. the URL. See, we're making a fool of ourselves over on YouTube, all right? We're busting ass, <laughs> and... We need more subscribers before you can have your own YouTube domain name. You can't change it uh, until you get a certain number of subscribers. And we don't have that many subscribers. Yeah, every time I see our uh, donate our domain name on YouTube, it's like, yeah, fuck you, jabroni. Like that's like the yeah, domain they gave us. Yeah, it's just it's just some garbage. It's some gobbledygook nonsense. Yeah, it's very it's unexpected. We look like fools out here. All right, so you need to go to YouTube. You need to look up Darkside's Couch. You need to spell it right. Right, uh, so many to... fucking hurdles! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've put up a lot of barriers. We didn't make the barrier for entry low. We made it tough to be a fan. But Maybe that's how we, we were... know you're a true fan. Maybe we were just afraid of success, so we just made it so it was impossible. I'm both afraid of success and uh, terrified uh, that I won't have it. Yeah, but like, then either, the end, either or. In the end, you end up in the box, though. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, you got you got to go to YouTube. You got to look us up. You got to subscribe. You don't have to watch the videos. I mean, you do. 
But I think the ticker goes even if you only just press play and then never listen to the rest of it. So like, well, that's it's fine something. Too. It has it, to last for a certain amount of time, I think. Well, right? you look they at have the, to stay on the video for so long. I doubt well, it. Well, if you look at, okay, two people who have not seen the YouTube analytics, chiming in on that. Uh, no, you get a lot of analytics on the back end of YouTube and it'll tell you how many people listen, returning visitors, uh, how they got there, blah, 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 how long they stayed on. Uh, so there's a lot of analytics about it. So really the best thing for you to do is go there and, and just let it play all day. How unexpected are those analytics? I mean, unfortunately, they were kind of expected. They were they weren't <laughs> as high as I would have. It would have been very surprising and very unexpected to see some higher numbers there. So we got to get you guys over there so that we can get our own YouTube domain name. But you yep, still got to go to Spotify as well. And after that, I won't even I won't give a shit ever again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll say that now. We'll say that All now. Right. Yeah, right. My good enough keeps changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to keep moving that window. You gotta keep well, I mean, that. after this, the only thing we got left is, is sponsorship, right? Yep, yep. That's uh, we're right next to sponsorship. We're right next to getting we're dude so wipes. So close to getting it. So close. I would use some dude wipes. We're edging. We're edging. No. Adam and Eve. We are gonna be promoting Adam. Is and Adam and Eve even still a thing anymore? They probably changed it to Adam and Steve and Joe Biden's America, right? Yeah, right. Those liberals. Those yeah. cuck liberals. I bet they won't even. They won't even let a, a heterosexual sex shop exist nowadays. Right, they would, they would, they would ban all uh, human bull boxing matches. Yes. They would. James, <laughs> the... can you go, can you Google Christian sex shops? Yes, for I me can. And see yeah, if it's I, real. you know what? Let's see. That's a great idea. Yes, let's look into this. We should know about this. Married Christian sex toy shop. That's fantastic. Uh, Christian love by them. ChristianLoveToys.com. This is oh, real. Dude, let's look dude. into this. Dude, we. Let's okay, so like on. this is my new bar. MarriedDance.com. Okay, here we go. This is the bar now. So apparently, I, I, uh, I want this sponsorship. They're using the finest uh, GeoCities templates from 1997 to build their website here. Well, ChristianLoveToys.com. It's not for my phone. I'm looking at a browser. <laughs> I know, but like they designed it for a phone. But it should. Well, no, you design they it. They care and you can more scale about it. honoring Jesus and your marriage yeah. than your money so they're not okay. going to pay for a huge domain oh look no nudity no pornography no images that degrade women men or marriage we are Great. excited to now offer lingerie showcase oh, on mannequins let's... not models damn this is some of it's pretty good lingerie don't okay women of the world you should probably know that uh you wearing uh like a man's t-shirt with no bottoms is, is the hot. sexiest thing you could possibly wear and there's very nothing hot. that tops that or like a, a man's button up, but you've left it unbuttoned, so right. it's just like, barely covering the tits. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's, that's it. pretty good. That's, that's all you got. You don't need to buy lingerie. Lingerie doesn't make any sense. Like you're not like Daredevil's girlfriend. No, or whatever. I mean it's well, Daredevil's blind, so I don't think he can appreciate it anyway. Right? Why was Electra wearing those super sexy outfits? Like she didn't maybe have she, to. Maybe she didn't know he was blind. Maybe she dressed for herself. She dressed. She was a ninja. Shay. If she was dressing for herself, she would yeah. wear like a ninja outfit. She'd wear a sweater. Yeah, it's cold. It's getting comfortable out there. God damn. She would wear uh, Daredevil's hoodie. So I guess the Christians are okay with uh, having just just aggressive sex as long as. But it's they won't use any sort of pornography to advertise it. So it yeah. looks like that's the big thing: is that they're so, going to show you it in the plainest, mm -hmm. most unsexy way so is there like uh a dildo with like jesus's head on the the penis head out. i mean yes there are i mean i would think that would be sacrilegious or like the, vir the virgin there. mary the traditional virgin mary statue kind of looks like a, a pretty good dildo well let's look at vibrators here 
uh, finger toys, magic wands. When G- we want a dildo, not a vibrator. Well, when prayer isn't helping you in the bedroom. Yes. Uh, I don't think they have. I mean, I don't. I don't think they like the word dildo. Sexual that's toys. That's what it's called. Well, it's then called... they don't sell them. No, look up. That's where? Sex toys. Scroll your okay. fucking okay. up. Okay. Look, look. Oh, pardon me for thinking it might be under the vibrator section. No, that makes sense. I'm not um, mad at you about that, dude. We we don't need to buy uh, sexual things from Jesus.boner.com to save this relationship. Wow, you can get Kegel and Benoit balls. You can get prostate stimulators. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, Christians. Wow. Christian men getting in the ass. All righty. You're, you're okay. doing it. They All do right. not sell dildos, though. Like this is aids. this is the sex toy shop uh, Hank and Peggy Hill would yes. buy stuff from. <laughs> I know Peggy's yes. leading the charge on that though. She sticks like the prostate stimulator in Hank's ass. And he goes, "Boom!" Well, she is called what Peggy. What is a pleasure sleeve? Let's find out. I want to know a, what a it's, it's... Uh, pleasure sleeve. All right, let's see. This is unexpected. I have to say. Yeah, this is. I'm glad I uh, thought of this. I'm this not gonna lie. This is extremely sleeve? unexpected. Where do you see pleasure up? sleeve? Unexpected might be the new based. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There, there. Where? Right there. Penis sleeves. Oh, right above it. Pleasure sleeves. Right above it. Oh, pleasure sleeves. Shay is so angry that we're not seeing things faster. (laughs) Yeah, we we all got glasses, so maybe she's like, I have the same handicap. Yeah. Okay. So, Juicy Lucy. It is. It's a flashlight. Oh, sick. It's a flesh. All right, cool. See, I want to be sponsored by this. I'm a Christian, right? Don't right, I count? Right, right. So this is this is called Hot Octopus Jet Remote Guy Braider, which Sweet. means it seems like you're supposed to self-peg yourself. Because they want to know why? Because her uh, pussy is whack because they've had nine kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hanging open. Yeah, yeah right? It's an RB sandwich. Flap it in the breeze. Man wand. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. I mean, I could definitely sit here all day. But, but What's the name of this thing again? ChristianLoveToys.com. Please sponsor Dark Sides Couch. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're not going to be okay with us. And I would like a penis sleeve, please. Yeah, uh, I see that they've got ones for uh, girth or for length. Yeah, can, I'll need one for both. One. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm going to leave that tab open. Yeah, yeah. that after for we're a, done with the podcast. For, uh, Everyone for, is welcome. For a different reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I'm gonna yeah. start gonna plugging it that. on on Twitter. Sure, without their like consent, get some traffic going. Yeah, well, you're working on spec. You're showing them what you can do yeah. to get the contract. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. start doing it. All right, cool. Um, all right, well, that was fun. That was very <laughs> Halloweeny. Maybe very we should have saved that for Valentine's Day, but whatever. Very unexpected. Um. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna do a quick thing right here, real, real, real quick. Um, okay. Because it's an excuse to play this. We haven't had the fucking up song lately. What you fuck up, James? Because we've been perfect. Uh, It was pretty minor. It was like two episodes ago. Um, I don't even know if we remember it. Um, I was gonna actually just edit it in the podcast because I caught it as we were editing. Um, It's pretty minor, but you know, whatever. I I, I get anal about these things when I'm uh, when I'm uh, editing the podcast. Oh, if you're that feeling anal, I know a perfect Christian website you can buy (laughs) something to stimulate it. Send me a link. Um. Look at Shay having a great time. Shay's finally found her niche. Um, yeah, a couple of episodes ago, uh, we mentioned the the we were talking about the concept from the Invisibles of the Duende, but I meant 
the Dulang. It's called oh. the Dulang. So it's a concept in The Invisibles uh, when, you know, it was, it was uh, they were using two puppets to illustrate it. There was a puppet show and there's a good puppet and there's an evil puppet, but it turns out they're controlled by the same person, the Dulang. And uh, uh, we were using that as sort of a, a metaphor for... Um, you know the, the various psyops going on in the world that uh, you could say that. American politics, American politics. But that's what that American comic politics. was doing as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. And in the course of it, we had a discussion, and uh, I called it the duende. Which, as it was leaving my mouth, I knew it was wrong. The duende is a it's a it's either a mystical spirit or it's sort of like the dark rhythm of the universe. Uh, Nick Cave has a nice speech he gave on it. You know, as as he's sort of the living embodiment of a duende. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I fucked that up. I was wrong. It's not called the Duende. That's also a cool thing. Um, it's called the Du Lang, more like Du Lang. Am I right? Yeah. Fuck that up. Mm-hmm. So, so, and I also had a nice little uh, Michael, one of our listeners, corrected me about the comic that I was talking about, where I thought I think it was uh, Wonder Girl getting pregnant by her son and everything. Yes. He corrected me and said it's. Uh, Miss Marvel gets impregnated by a man in another dimension who uses her womb as a portal to enter the MCU and later seduces her as he exponentially grew from a baby, hers, into yes. manhood and becomes her lover. It is an Avengers number 200. Thank Sweet. you, Michael. Can we, is that on the list? No, but it can be. Yeah, it should, probably should be, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll add that to the list. Um, yeah, and, and uh, the context there, I guess, was that Claremont did not want to write that story. And then basically uh, had the character, was it Miss Marvel, we said? said so follow-up was, the story so disgusted Chris Claremont that in Avengers Annual Number 10, he had Miss Marvel basically telling the Avengers, fuck you, which was basically yeah. Chris Claremont telling Jim Shooter and the others involved, fuck you for ruining a favorite character of his. Very unexpected. Yeah, I didn't yeah. expect that. No, I didn't expect it at all. So yeah, uh, so we fuck. Mike, Michael periodically will come into the Facebook and uh, expose our ignorance in the kindest possible way. Are they so, going to put that in the yes. MCU? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's happening. Yep. They're yep, gonna they're gonna the add that TV in, show. and they're gonna add in the kid orgy scene in the next it movie. They yep, better the, they, the next that, what yeah. if is going to be what yep. if Miss Marvel was impregnated by her own future child in order to create a portal into the MCU? What if though? You know, what like, you know, even if the like, even if movie or TV producers even wanted to film the child sex scene from it, like they can't legally do it. Like, now, like nothing about nothing about that that can they actually film. So I'm going to I'm going to approach this very cautiously and still probably yeah, fuck I was it up. Say, I don't know if we should look forward should to playing that song this. again next week. Um, yeah, next, from next episode. Um so I remember in the in the film uh, American Beauty with uh, Kevin Spacey canceled, right? He was ogling Thora Birch, and Thora Birch at the no, time. Thora Birch was his daughter. You're right. You're right. Thora Birch was his daughter. Well, he honestly, was ogling in this context. Um, Mina Suvari. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Thora Birch does take her top off, and she was 16, maybe 17. But they were allowed to do it because of, I guess, the artistic merit of the film and his her parents were around. Although I think Thora Birch's father was like in, porn, in porn or something, shit like that. So it's very, it's not, it's not the healthiest thing I'm going to say, but there are workarounds to a certain extent. Although that, she was just taking off her top. She wasn't in a sewer orgy with a bunch of 12-year-old boys. That's my favorite band. Sewer orgy? Yeah. No. I was about to say 12-year-old boys? <laughs> that's, that, well, that's what's it, what sewer orgy is is composed of is a bunch of 12 year old boys ah yes. okay yeah it's like metal is shit they're great that book is kind of stupid 
Have you read it? Because I told yeah. you told us that you read a lot of Stephen King. I've, I've read, read pretty it. much uh, every Stephen King book up until the one we wrote about the dome falling over the town. Ah, uh, did you read the the whole? Was it the Gunslinger or the Tower or whatever? Yeah, all those I read, were, were I, yeah, those I read good? all those. Huh. Uh oh. How do I? <laughs> this is unexpected. Like, like yes. Well, so like the yeah. books were amazing up until a point Stephen King got hit by a van, right? Very unexpected. Yeah, and he uh, almost died, so he didn't know if he was going to recover, so he quickly just wrote the last three books, and they're un- unbelievably long, each one, hmm. but I can tell it's like he was rushed, and so he, he like didn't, it just seemed kind of like, it wasn't lazy, right. but it was like, it's as if he just wanted to hurry up and do it before he died of a heart attack or something. Well, I, I asked because I was working at a bookstore when those last couple books came out, and I didn't read them, but they it looked interesting, and I remember people were making like diagrams of how all of his books like clicked together and were like a, a whole intertwined universe based on what was in those books. Yes. Yeah. Hey, James. Yeah. Thora Birch was 18 when she filmed American Beauty. No. I thought the whole thing, the whole controversy was that she was underage. 18 is pretty underage. She was probably right there. She's not underage. 18 is of age. I don't think think it should be. She was born March 11th, 1982, and American Beauty came out in 1999. Yeah, it came out. I think 20 should be the age that you're an adult. Except for Mai Tai, Métis, Métis from the... Um, from uh, the Planeteers. How old was Thora Birch in? She was in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, uh, she's American... a little girl. I never. She takes Hocus her Pocus. top off. <laughs> seventeen years old. She was barely seventeen years old at the time she made the film, and thus classified as a minor in the United States. Her parents had to approve her brief topless scene in the movie, and All they right. had child labor representatives. Well, yeah, they don't make movie. They don't release movies the day they're shot. You know, they could just no. Okay, that. fine. The my brain did the math wrong, but I tried. They, they could have what? Mike? They could have just not done that scene. It was integral. Like they just could. They could have just been like, you know what? This is gonna be a problematic sooner or later. Apparently, it wasn't. Turns out the most problematic thing was its star. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, that was like we can let that whole other Thora Birch boob thing go away. You know, we all of his accusers are like uh, mysteriously dying before they can like go to court. <laughs> oh, they're getting Epsteined. Like, it's pretty crazy. Like, one of the uh, people who accused him died on the day he released that YouTube, that bizarre YouTube video. Oh, like, in character? Yeah. Wow, what yeah. a weird guy. I think he's in the Illuminati. Yeah. And he's having people killed. Oh, I would love some Illuminatis today. They say yeah, that, like, like uh, the, those secret societies. Dish? Yeah, some deep dish. What do they Let's say about secret dish. societies? Uh, that, like, actors and stuff are, are a part of them. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He's a stonecutter. Yes, the greatest organization. We do. Um, this is our second Halloween episode. Um, this is Tales of the Unexpected, or if you will, Just the Unexpected, uh, mm-hmm. issue 214 from 1981. This was one of the last issues before it was canceled. Yep. Very and unexpected. the cover is uh, a minotaur yep. uh, fighting a man, and death is the referee. Yeah. Uh, drawn by Joe Kubert, actually, in 81. Um yeah, death looks good. I think I'd be good with a scythe. I think I could swing a scythe pretty good. I think it would, oh, it would that flatter sucks, me. Dude, I, I just I know someone who's just given some away. Oh, you knew a scythe guy? Yeah. You had a scythe uh, a scythe in? Yeah, I could have said I'll take it and then given dude. it to you. Because I like it. It's got that second it's got that second little nub that you hold on with your other hand to kind of control the yaw. Yep. Oh man, I would I would rock a scythe. Dude, you could have controlled so much yaw. Yeah, I would have yeah. 
totally out of control. I'd be hewing people's fields. It'd be great. Make a little side hustle money. I bet that tang money. is just fucking killer. Great tang. Fantastic tang on the end of a scythe. That's what they drank in space. Yes. <laughs> oh. What a weird conversation to have. Um, very yeah. Unexpected. For very, life. very unexpected. Uh, so, yeah, this is a Minotaur man. So, death is apparently forcing a Minotaur man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 he just sounds like Skeletor. He looks like Skeletor. He's, a, yeah, he's, got he's a dressed hat. in purple. Yeah. yeah. Well, purple was kind of purple. death's color. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, he's fighting uh, this dude to an audience that doesn't seem that invested. Nah, they're bored. This is not that unexpected to this audience. They've seen this before. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we've got an anthology book here, uh, which I picked out based on purely the strength of the cover. And I do not re- regret it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and first of all, we've got this little wraparound uh, story, which I think, I think I've got credits from here uh, with, the, with Abel and the Three Witches, uh, scripted by Robin Snyder, pencils by Howard Bender, inks by Tony DeZaniga, created Jonah Hex. I always like oh, to mention red. that. Yeah, yeah. One of the witches looks like Jonah Hex. So yeah. this is a, yeah, actually, that makes a lot of sense. This is a little wraparound story where I guess previously in other issues, Abel, the biblical Abel of Cain and Abel used to, I guess, narrate these books right and uh they're kicking him out uh these witches are kicking him out because he sucks yep Mm -hmm. and the witches are essentially the 1981 version of the hocus pocus witches yeah that's there's a fat one with a crooked little smile there's an old one that wants to be pretty and there's a pretty one who doesn't seem to be uh focusing on anything in particular she isn't hocus focusing no Uh i like that one I like that. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was when Sarah Jessica Parker was at the height of her hotness. Uh, that, sh- that never existed, bro. <laughs> um, in Hocus Pocus, she's looking good. She's all gothed out. Yeah, no, have I'm you good. seen her in Hocus Pocus, bro? Yeah, I have. All right. Uh, is Abel the original beta? Uh, yes. Yeah, Kane is the original alpha, and yeah. Abel's the original beta. Smash his stupid little head with a rock. Yeah, yeah, he just keeps coming back for more. Yeah, what a little bitch. A little bitch. He's and, the uh, first little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's a biblical bitch. <laughs> oh, he's a little BB. Uh, Look at that little BB. Get the fuck out of here, BB. And that's exactly what they do. They kick him out the door uh, because he's not doing a very good job of hosting the book, which is why it's about to get canceled. Yeah, right. And uh, so we've got the hag witch, and she's like stirring up a pot, like a cauldron. And we've got the the dopey uh, witch who's like in love with Abel. And then we've got the hot witch who seems to be the only one with any sense to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like in real life. Yep. <laughs> she's the only one we're going to listen to or pay attention yep. to. Yep. She's the only one who has anything interesting to say. Yeah. And she's going to introduce our first story, which is called Fatal Forgery, written by George Cashton, art by Noli Panaligan? Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for your life. <laughs> Sorry. That was an unexpected name. Um, yeah, this is called Fatal Forgery. And no, no, that's fine, right? No, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, it makes sense Panaligan, in a comic way. Like it's about Panaligan, a guy. Lily? He's like uh like they go to this guy, like the some uh, museum in England or whatever, it goes to this guy, goes, Hey man, will you go to this sovereign nation and steal its relics? Right. And he's well, this, like, sure. Yeah, yeah, why not? Well, this dude is a, he's a dude in a turtleneck, uh, and he goes around stealing priceless artifacts or maybe sometimes getting forgeries of them and selling them to museums. Yep. So this one museum head is like, well, why don't you steal me a genuine Moruscan burial vault if you're so good? 
Yeah. And it's like, well, apparently that's really hard to do, but there's a lot of money on the line. So sure, I'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he heads out and he goes and meets with his forger, who's a guy who just, just makes a living forging things. You yeah. know, I don't got a... he's really good. He's great it's at pretty, it. I, I say, I, I probably could use a forger. Yeah, for documents and such. Yeah, like uh, a for like I got a guy for that. He like, I got a forger. You got a lot of guys. You got yeah, a side you got, guy. You got a forger guy. I don't have any fucking guys. Well, yeah, you really need to have a crew of guys because yeah, you never know I gotta when have you're, a guy for stuff. You're gonna you need do. a scythe, or you're gonna need a, a forged ID. Sure, right. I don't have a. I, I do have a scythe guy though. They do uh, have that. You should probably ask him if he know. He, I'm sure he knows a forge guy. Yeah, right. And then I'll build my network. Yes. You're, you're you're a horrible, despicable network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my network of uh, just nefarity. Yeah, horribles. A basket of horribles, or whatever. Is that even a word? Clinton called them nefarity. Nefarity? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Ofi- it sounds official, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say it with nefariousness. Confidence. See, I don't. I like, nef- I like nefarity better. I, I'm starting to come around to nefarity. Right? It's kind of starting to feel like a real word to me. Yeah. Nefariousness sounds it's like a it's a perfectly cromulent word. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, he goes to his forger. He's like, can you make me this burial vault? And I'm like, well, that's that's crazy. And he goes, well, we'll get it done. Just do yeah, it. The, the forger is very horny for this idea. Yeah. He he didn't want to do it because he realized how hard it was, but I guess he just liked a challenge. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, and look at him. He's like... Uh, He's having the Patrick Swayze making the pop moment with that guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, they're reenacting Ghost before Ghost even came out, though. Yeah. Right. Ghost ripped off. Uh, Ghost ripped this off. Comic. Hocus Pocus ripped off. Uh, the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. those courtrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Let's sue them all. No. Except. Except. No, hold on, guys. This. This. The company that made this was DC. We should, probably shouldn't be encouraging them to sue people. For taking their IPs. Right, right. Well, we didn't take their IP. We lovingly borrowed it. It's fair use. It's fair use. He's a cartoon dark side. He's not the same dark side. Right. The lovable dark side. I don't know. I love how horrible the regular dark side is, too. If I was all powerful like that, I'd be doing fucked up shit, too. Just look like a concrete man? Yeah. Yeah, concrete. If I was a concrete man who had a burning planet... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd stand and uh, and clasp my hands behind my back and just can, overlook my preserve. Can you imagine how great heavy metal is on Apocalypse? Oh, it's got to be it's got to be some of the best, right? Yeah. It's got to be some face melting. Oh, some heavy metal, crazy blast beats going on right? in Apocalypse. That should but, be the just the Zack Snyder Justice League yeah. sequel. They should That's, have a whole soundtrack of face melting Apocalypse heavy metal. Their national anthem is a nine-minute Zach Wilder solo. Right? Zach Wilder? Oh, I said Wilder. Fuck. Like like fucking Willy Wonka at the Chocolate Factory. I'm trying to keep up. What? His name is Uh, Zach Wild. His name is Zach Wild. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. And Gene Wilder was Willy Wonka. Yes. This is a very confusing conversation and very unexpected. Yeah, I am so... Not Uh, as unexpected as the Christian sex shops, but... You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I kind of expected it. Uh, I, I did. I wouldn't have thought of it. You gotta let society bring that to you, right? It's like now. Don't worry. Our, our sex website does not have any kind of imagery of pornography don't whatsoever. Worry. Now buy this vibrating device to masturbate your husband with. We're not gonna arouse you in any way, but you do need to shove these balls up your anus. Watch this video: How to clean out the penis sock. 
Oh, God. Nope, there are no penises, no women, no. nothing sexy. See, this is part of the problem with like the fleshlights and things, which, you know, I've never had a fleshlight. I'm curious. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it at all. But here's the problem. As soon as you're done using the fleshlight, the last thing as a guy that you want to do is go clean that shit out. You yeah. could not, you could not you can't be... just toss it in your dishwasher. I don't know that you can. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, probably, right? You probably can. Let's look up if you could yeah, uh, how wash, do you wash a how do you wash light. All right. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. you put a fleshlight in the dishwasher? <laughs> Let's find out. Fleshlight cleaning guide 101. Don't miss a spot. Oh, there's sec from sexopedia.com. Uh, dot com. Maybe we should go to uh, the Christian Sexopedia dot com. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Warm up the sleeve with a heating rod or by placing it in a bowl of warm water. I guarantee you, nobody owns a flashlight is going through all this trouble. You know, guys, I don't own a heating rod. Yeah, seriously, what the fuck? If I had a heating rod, I'd just be sticking that up my butt. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bother having two things. You know, for the for, for the colder months. Pull out the tubing from the orifice entry and throw it away. It's usually hard plastic and used to support your sleeve. Oh, wait. I think this might be just getting it ready. This is the yeah, first time. you okay. got to keep going down to see the, the cleaning okay. after. Uh, it won't magically clean itself. Uh, I'll let you think about the smell of old jizz for a moment. Oh, just a moment. Uh, semen isn't pH neutral. It contains organic acids. Um, dirty one can give you an infection, right? Do not run any part through the dishwasher and See, avoid boiling yeah, water. Yeah. See, there's no way. I guarantee you no one with a fleshlight is doing this. Yeah. Yeah, that's Well, if, if it's a Christian household, he's just going to make his wife clean it up. Yeah. That makes sense. That that squares. So only Christians should be buying fleshlights. Thank, I thought you're not supposed to be spilling your seed, though, with unless it's the act of making a child. They had to make concessions. Because people were doing it anyway. They're like, well, we don't want to lose literally every Christian from the church. Yeah, well, yeah, because no one's gonna give up. Yeah, no one's gonna give up jacking off for Jesus. Yeah, seriously. You 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 want you you're offering me an ultimatum between masturbation and the Lord. Like right? I chose the snow. I chose Slayer over the Lord. Yeah, I'm sure shit, not gonna give up. I I chose late night television over the Lord. Like there was a it was, it was a low bar to clear. I'm sorry, Lord. Well, the, yeah, but the Lord only cares about one of you two in this situation because you're not baptized. Right. The Lord doesn't see me because I'm not baptized. Yeah, you're like Frodo when he puts that ring on. Right. Yeah, I'm you doing all my John Cena of Christianity. I'm doing all my sinning now, and then I'll get baptized, and then I'll I'll live a good life after that's, that. See, that's the great thing about Christianity. As long as you repent right before you die, you're all good. Yep. That's it's it's crazy. It's a crazy system they got there. Yeah, I know, but you're running a risk. You, you are. Die yeah. At any moment. Accidental death. Yeah, this was a problem in The Simpsons when Bart was considering becoming an evangelical priest. He was oh like, my Oh God, what? It was yeah. There was one, and he met an actual priest, and and Bart was saying like, "Well, I'm just going to live a life of sin with a deathbed re repentance." And the preacher goes, "Oh, actually, that's a good idea." Uh, yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't cover you in case of accidental death. And Bart goes, "Oh, full coverage, <laughs> pretty pretty good." Um, so in here, they finally completed the burial tomb, and uh, Turtleneck Man uh, is going to go bury it so that they can find it and think it's real. Uh, and he's, uh, one, one thing we forgot to note is that the burial tombs are so airtight that they would found perfectly preserved corpses inside these tombs. This is a yeah. lot of work. Well, it's probably like a quarter million dollars he's going to clear from this thing. Yeah, but, yeah but how much does it cost to make it? Yeah, and ship it. And then go to that country and spend months digging a hole. I have to imagine it was worth it. And he's got to pay the forger. He does have to pay the forger. That guy's, well, he's probably not paying that guy that much. 
All right, he but told then, me we paid more. But while this comic goes on, though, they tell you how like this is how they test for forgeries, so they're gonna catch this guy no matter what. Well, he's in theory thinking these things through, but we'll see at the final page of this story uh, how that kind of blows up in the dude's face. So the guy travels there, and uh, he dresses up as a member of the tribe a little bit, so in case somebody sees him, it won't be detected, you know? And he seems to be digging a hole himself. Now, he's digging a hole to, to bury a tomb. He's digging also a metaphorical hole. Yes, with his soul. He's digging a hole in his soul, like Aerosmith sung about. Oh, God. <laughs> I talk, You know what? It's funny. I've talked a great deal of trash about Aerosmith in the last two days. Have you really? Yeah, I, t- I talked to two guys at work that said they liked it, and I thought it'd be funny to just trash them endlessly. Aerosmith is alright. I mean, I can't stand behind them as people, but they I enjoy are. their music. Yeah, some good stuff. Toys in the Attic. That's a good album. Ragdoll. Ragdoll. Like, I mean, come on. It's okay. It's all Three right. Three is a great epic song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mike, do you hate Aerosmith? Yeah, they're child molesters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but, yeah. Again, they're rock stars, so of course they're child molesters. Yeah, so fuck them. But you listen to other child molesters with no issue. Fuck David Bowie, too. He's a child molester. He probably was a child molester. Yeah, that's true. Again, rock stars. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing, people. Uh, but what this guy is doing is he's burying this tomb. And right? he successfully manages to bury it. I don't know how he managed to drop like a 2,000-pound tomb. Yeah, uh, he, he has in. to have people help him assemble it. Yeah. Right. It has he's to got be pay disassembled. Them? Oh, no, he just killed him afterwards. It has to be artificially aged. Dead men tell no tales. Do they could just start or like a yeah? They they could just start like a company of just moving stuff if they're this good. Yeah, it's called a moving company. They exist. yeah, like, that's how you they, that's how you get to a new apartment. Like they travel across like national borders. Yeah, you know, to get to places mm-hmm. to commit fraud. Mm-hmm. Like if they mm-hmm. can do all that, they can just be an export company. Yeah, it's it's interesting when we read these comics, and sometimes these schemes are. Way more involved than just getting a legitimate job. Yeah, just get a job at this point. Like, it this just was... seems like people love the thrill of it so much. Like he's like he's he's digging this whole ex- excavate in this area, but he's afraid of like the tribes people finding him and killing him. But he, basically, he's doing the exact same thing anyway, but faking it. Uh, he's doing the exact same thing that the that the natives are doing. No, no, I mean like uh, the thing he was like afraid. He was like, well, I can't go searching the country trying to do archaeology. Oh, looking for a real the, one. Yeah, because but it's the same amount of work. And, yeah. and the consequences yeah. are the same. This might have been a kind of thing where in his mind, like when he sketched this plan out, he didn't realize how much work it was going to be. This is like an idea he came up with while he had a bad fever. <laughs> yes, and then just wouldn't admit that it was a bad idea. Well, he already signed the check. He made a he made a handshake deal with that museum curator. Like he's got to he's got to come through. He's a man he of honor. A, he has a memory of his father telling him to honor his commitments. You always honor your commitments. You must always, no matter what, what if it's a crime? What if it's a horrible, atrocious crime? <laughs> always, fo- son. Follow through, son. Always it's follow the, through. It's the, co- it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, the key to success. <laughs> it's what made me the man I am today. And then he shot himself in the head. Right. A memory of your father. <laughs> and, that's, and that's why it's ingrained in this guy forever. And he's like, wait a minute. I didn't have a father, but he has a 105 temperature. <laughs> Uh, so he buries this vault somehow, and as he's trying to leave, he's accosted by the actual tribespeople. And they're yeah. really good at whistling with their fingers. They Which are. I am not. I can't do that. I don't get no. it. I don't understand it. I think it yeah. might be some sort of witchcraft. Maybe we should watch a t- tutorial on YouTube. We should. We should look into that. Uh, on the show, or should we all go do it and then come back next come, episode and, and come do back. It? Okay, we're going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a note of this. 
uh, in my brain that we're all going to try and learn how to do the, like the, put your, your fingers in your mouth whistle thing. And we're going to come back and we're going to try it on the next episode. Yes. All right. That's our big Halloween surprise. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Very, <laughs> unex very unexpected. That, that's your October surprise right before the elections. Uh, all right. We're going to do that. Why fucking not? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Uh, that's going to be our special Halloween episode. Lands on Halloween. Yeah, right. uh, so they accost this guy and they just proceed to beat the shit out of him. Yep. As, as they probably should. I mean, yep. and then, terrible uh, man. And then other archaeologist types show up. And uh, which is confusing because I thought they weren't allowed to be in the country. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. So this this guy looks like Strom Thurmond shows up, and I guess he was supposed to meet the turtleneck guy to evaluate this thing because he called him and said, "Hey, listen, I found a vault. Come out to see me." He's got like a lady assistant, and he, he keeps telling her to shut her stupid mouth. Now here's the thing: my knee jerk reaction when I see the way this guy talks to this woman, I just think, "Oh, misogynist," but maybe he's just an asshole who talks to everyone that way. That's how I am. Is it well? Is it fair to call him a misogynist? If if I just took him as an asshole, uh, you think yeah, just a general all-purpose asshole, not specifically a sexist asshole. Yeah. All right, cool. I appreciate that. I appreciate hey there, that. stupid! <laughs> you need to shut your mouth and let let a real professional tell you what's up. So so this dude, he's going into the vault, uh, and and they're like, well, where's the turtleneck guy? He's not here. Wh whatever. Uh, we'll just go check it out anyway. And as they're checking out the vault, the woman keeps saying, oh, this looks very authentic. And he's saying, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit. He's like, no, it doesn't. You're an idiot. <laughs> and then they get inside the vault, and uh, Strom Thurmond man says, uh, here, here's the actual proof this is real. And he's wrong. Here's the proof it's real. This perfectly preserved body, human body in here, that's the body of our turtleneck man but he doesn't know it he thinks this is a preserved body from the ancient tribe yeah no it turns out it's just a real fresh dead body so he's a fucking moron if they film this the the archaeology the old man the shit talker should be played by chevy chase yes. <laughs> he does, he's got a little chevy in him it's like it was written as a chevy chase character because that's I like mean, his, always his dialogue in his comedies is just like him being kind of like a lovable asshole well and then he just became just an asshole I still yeah. love him for it. I'm glad he did all that stuff. I'm glad he's a problematic you figure. Glad he yelled the N-word at a bunch of people. <laughs> oh, ooh, did he? Ooh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, so normally in a situation like that, a person would back down and go, oh, I didn't realize he did that. Mike doubled down. <laughs> like that's, I want him to Even be as better. horrible as possible. So yeah, great. Chevy Chase. Isolate I, that audio. I mean, we may have, oh, yeah, we may have mentioned this before, but the roast of Chevy Chase was so depressing. They, Comedy Central only aired it once. And then yeah. normally they run the shit out of those things. They aired it once and then they just said, never mind. We're, what was we're depressing not about it? Because he normally, you know, the roast person, they come out there and they sit in the center and they laugh and they, you know, they, they get red in the face and whatever. And it's a fun time. Chevy Chase chooses to come out there, sit in his chair with sunglasses on, and stone face the entire time. That's the great. It's, Which it's, it doesn't help, though, also that people fucking hate him. So nobody. Yes. It's not the lovable roast it's not like loving. everyone else has gotten. Yeah. And it's not everyone, loving. And it's just, you watch it and it's sort of uncomfortable because if he's not having a, a you know, if he's not participating, the whole thing feels like it's just falling off the rails. Kind of so, like how I feel on the show sometimes. Normally, I don't really like the roast, but what you guys just described sounds amazing. And I'm like, I'm going to yeah. go look it up as soon as we're done recording. From, from, a, from, a, from an internet trolling kind of perspective, Perspective, it's it is funny it's entertaining but like oh, from a it's not perfect. what most people expect to get from a roast it wasn't a that's, good time that's so great you guys are making me fucking love chevy chase <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta say. I wonder if he's gonna be in the movie they're finally doing that community movie he is not uh, I, I, heard I, he's, I heard he's voicing mario 
<laughs> and he's going to do it with a ridiculous Italian accent. Well, he's going to do it with an accent, guys, but not Italian. Yeah. So brace I gotta yourself. Say, I got to say, like, well, as soon as I found out about the Chris Pratt stuff, I thought about re-recording Mario myself and to give mm-hmm. him a ridiculous like Italian accent. I think people have already done that already. The, the trailer's been out for like two days by the time <laughs> we record this. Like... I saw one where they cut it with the original guy voice. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he going like whoopee? Because, because it's super offensive, especially because it's fucking coming from Chris Goddamn Pratt. Human should, jellyfish man, Hugh Chris well, Pratt. James and I were talking about this before <laughs> that, like, we miss voice actors. Yeah, there's no voice actors. Everyone's a cele- every voice actor now is a celebrity, and so the voice actors are out of work because it, we just need to bring John Cena in to do every celebrity voice. It's, yeah, it's John not, Cena. It's not. It's, Chevy, it's bad. Chevy Chase and John Cena. Yep, as Mario themselves, and Luigi. doing their own voices <laughs> because they have no range. <laughs> Somebody said they should have gotten if they were just going to have the celebrity do their own voice. They should have just gotten Danny DeVito. I wanted to yeah. be uh, Mario, played by Chevy Chase, and he's casually dropping the N word. It's going to be hard to stop him. It's going to be real hard to stop him <laughs> once you get him in the booth. It's all the audio we had of him. We had to use it. He only agreed to come in for eight minutes, and most of it was slurs. Uh, yeah, we oh, had to work man. what we had. Oh, what a great, what a great reality. Yeah, what a we do live in one of the better realities, all things considered. Dude, that is so that is so unexpected. So it, yes, so uh, that's the end of that story. And we got an ad with Wonder Woman fighting uh, the robot master. Here's another guy with a technical skill Twinkies that would, that or, would yeah. yeah. This is a hostess Twinkies thing. Yeah, he's, a, he's oh yeah, the robot man who didn't decide to use his robot skills for uh, a legitimate career. Yeah, he could have just made money. And yeah. here he, and he's undone by uh, uh, Wonder Woman just throwing Twinkies at the robot's heads and yeah. the, the real one. Like, I don't understand. Like, why is he in the room at all if he's got all those robots? He doesn't need to be there. Uh, maybe he's a robot, too. I, well, no, because he likes yeah, Hostess. Yep. And yeah. then he, you know he's telling the truth because she wrapped him up in her truth-telling rope. Well, it's a lasso. It's a lasso of truth. Truth-telling rope sounds like the sort of knockoff, get-around-the-lawsuit uh, thing that we would do around here. Yep. Uh, maybe Rather we need than... a truth-telling rope. No, we don't. No, we don't. Nobody nobody on this podcast should be telling the truth too much. We got too many dark secrets. I'm always telling the truth. Well, you're telling your truth. Sure. I love that expression. You're, you're this is your truth. my truth. It's my truth. That's fucking great. You're on Truth Social. By the way, did you guys see that there is a, uh, I, can't, I think it was one of Trump's guys, uh, started a uh, right-wing dating app called The Right Stuff. Oh, sweet. And all the men are upset because there are no women on it. <laughs> so they're all leaving like negative reviews. It's like it's like 30 to 1 men to women. There are no women on this fucking app. That's every dating app, though. It's 30 to 1. Well, whatever. It's even more skewered for uh, for the right stuff. Like, they just can't find anybody because no women want to join that join that app. Because they make a big know. point of saying, like, no pronouns. No, Like, they're really, it's really hard line. Well, if you're looking for women, you're going to want one pronoun. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you're not, you can't like put in your pronouns. Like it's assumed based on how you look. Well, that's you gotta... how a dating app works. No, you no, put no. in your pronoun. Not... It's one of the first questions they ask you. No more. 2022. No, no, no. They're gonna, they're gonna AI scan your face, and if you've got wraparound sunglasses and a pencil beard, and you're sitting in a truck, you are a man, and that's all there is to say about it. And if you don't, you're a woman, and that's all there is to say. Apparently the Twinkies are so good that yeah. the the robots wish to be reprogrammed to enjoy them. Which, if if you could do that, I mean, you'd be a trillionaire. Yeah, right. You wouldn't yeah. need to. He he's just going to build the robots that all look like him to commit crimes. But he, 
Yeah. If they look and act like him, he will be the prime suspect no matter what. Yes, yes. He hasn't changed their look at all. He just wants to be undetected. <laughs> but he's amongst, very detected. Amongst the room loud, of... He's got a loud jacket. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? yeah, but in a room where everybody has a loud jacket, he doesn't stick out that much. He's played by he, Man Cow. <laughs> he, yeah, he more or less was like... They can't arrest all of us. Yes, they can. They can. They absolutely can. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's not how this works. There's not a limit. This is not double jeopardy. And Wonder Woman (laughs) solves it with Hostess Twinkie Snacks. Hostess Twinkie. I mean, they do sound delicious. Yeah. Hostess Twinkies are probably super good. They got to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had one in probably 15 years, but yeah, they're tasty. Right. Um, Then we get into sort of the meat of the book, Um, the 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 big story and it's called slaughterhouse arena written by bill kelly and Stephen r bissett uh pencils by adrian gonzalez inks by bruce patterson this is where we get our cover story from mm-hmm. all right here we get like a, a like a double shot of uh the human man who's the champion at boxing yeah fighting a guy with a smushed face right we can't see the face and we're gonna find out he's our minotaur man i'm gonna call him mike bison yeah, Mike I, Bison. I realize, Bison. It's a, I realize it's a Street Fighter thing, but still, yeah. when else well, are we going to get to use that? That's who he was supposed to be. Is that who yeah. Raul Julia was? Was he M. Bison? He was M. Bison, yes. He was M. Bison, but but technically, like, uh, the boxer is M. Bison. Yeah, they had to switch the names around. Uh, I thought because there was potentially racist implications. Mike's saying something else. I don't know. We discussed because they didn't want to get sued by Mike Tyson. Well, yeah, who does? Or so eaten they... by Mike Tyson. Right? I don't think Mike Tyson would have cared. Uh, it's true that, uh, it, so Mike, Mike Tyson didn't actually rape that woman, did he? I, I don't know. What? I thought I've, I thought I've, I've read some stuff that basically said like, yeah, I'm he was not touching sandbagged. this with a 10 foot fucking pole. All right. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he did. Well, I, I mean, don't know. Like, like if he did though, why would he be so beloved now? Like, would we just forgive Well, because, him? because we forgive everybody for all their atrocities. I remember hearing something about that, that yeah, he was just kind of dumb. And just he was a, just a dumb guy. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, and and he got he got sandbagged on that. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I've because I grew up as we all did with under the assumption that Mike Tyson was a horrible monster. And then I had other people kind of like say to me like, yeah, uh, he, he it doesn't seem like he actually did anything. He was just kind of a dumb dude who stumbled around. He into definitely things. beat women. Oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. He definitely beat women. Well, right, the thing is, like, bad. he's Mike Tyson. He beat everybody. Yeah, yeah, were they, like, were they in the ring? Most, like, why no. would, why would, who would, da- I don't understand why anyone wanted to, to date a fighter. Like, that's, like, beating Yeah, you know he's going to freak out. Yeah, by, by, like, beating people up is their entire existence. Yeah, don't date a boxer. Don't date an athlete. Yeah, or a cop. Or a cop, yeah. Don't date. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't I, date. yeah, don't date. Let Stay away from love. Let's just hold hands and drift yeah. off into nothing. Hell, I look like I was defending a rapist a second ago. Like, you don't want people like me around. See, what I said about enjoying Chevy Chase saying the N-word doesn't sound so bad now, does it? Yeah, God, digging that hole. Good thing we don't have that lasso of truth or I'd be really saying some shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah, okay, all right. You know what? I take it all back. Uh, Mike Tyson, terrible person. Fuck that guy. All right. Terrible man. I loved his cartoon show, so I forgive you, Mike Tyson. Uh, I just, I just love the phrase. I forgive defend- you, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was defended by Alan Dershowitz in this. Trial. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Well, the, As, the Dershowitzes are known terrible lawyers. Who's that yeah, guy? Not terrible lawyers, but known. As they said in Better Call Saul, you're the kind of lawyer guilty people hire. 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what Dershowitz is. Wasn't Dershowitz's complaint, uh, defense of, of uh, Trump's actions on January 6th that Trump really did believe that, that the nation was being overthrown and the election was stolen and therefore whatever he did was acceptable because that he really truly believed it so it was acceptable for him to take any actions that he felt like taking? Sounds that was, familiar. I think that was Dershowitz's defense and then he was fired because that's insane. Is that not right? It's not enough to get you off the legal hook. We still basically... talking about that January sixth. Is that still? You a know big what? Deal? They've been the steal has been going on for almost two years now. It doesn't look like we're stopping it. Yeah, I mean, it's almost over. Yeah, it's we're halfway through the steal. Yeah, it's we've like, done right. nothing about it. It's like when you're you like the new season starts of your of your sport of choice and your team's already yeah. looking not great. Yeah, it's like why even bother? Why am I investing in this? Yep. Yeah, why did I send Trump all that money to stop the steal? I didn't shit with it. Dude, that's so awesome that he kept all that money. What a fucking monster. What a bad guy. Uh, so in this story, it's a good guy. Uh, or at least we're led to believe this dude, Joe Goodwin. He's a good man. He's a boxer. He's the, the world heavyweight champion. I've never heard of him. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's punching this guy, and there's a dude in the crowd who can't believe what he's seeing. They're like, oh, he's... God. And then one guy behind him is mad that he can't see because the guy's <laughs> head is in the way. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be so violent. Yeah, Move your head, happy. idiot. <laughs> I, I paid $3,000 to be in the second row, God damn it! I thought I'd get a clear shot. Shay, you're super small, so like, I imagine like not being able to see the concert you, you're going to must be a problem. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah. There's an entire St. Vincent concert that I never saw her in because oh, no. I was too short to see anybody. That's why you gotta, you gotta go see over anybody. Yeah, you gotta no, you gotta go to the balcony. That's for short people. Yeah, but then you're so far away. I want to. Yeah. I want. I want my musicians to sweat on me. I like the balcony. Mm. I was there with a group, and the rest of the people could see, and so I just kind of got. Oh, losers! Low quality it's friends. Okay. When you take, I'd your... seen her twice before, so you it's take not. Your short girl to a metal concert you gotta beat up the guys around you so yeah. she can see yeah yeah or, or, or you James take her to is like... usually pretty good about letting me stand in front of him yeah i'll be nice about that you gotta put shay on your shoulders that's what you i was gonna say well that's master blaster it that's more if you go to if you're going to a jam band show you put her on your shoulders if you go to a metal show you gotta beat up the people around you yeah and he's not taking me to a jam band show no you're too good for jam bands huh james i go to no, a spin doctor show Oh, yeah, yeah Shay, Shay, I, I, I go see like all kinds of bands. jammy things. Yeah, you don't like the spin doctors? No, I like spin doctors. Fine. No, you don't. That's the best jam band. Two princes. Two princes. Yeah, and all their other songs are 19 minutes long. They're great. <laughs> They're a jam band. But uh, I don't like those songs. But no, no I don't. We, I love, yeah. I love, I'll go to any any county fair they're playing at. Like, yes. I'm sorry, my morning jacket. I think you're really cool. But well, they're doing just fine. Spin Doctors needs your, your attention more than my morning jacket. They're happy to be here. Yeah, they're just happy to be still invited. All right, uh, I, I guess have... this Little Miss is wrong. All right. I would hire them to play my wedding. Spin yeah. Doctors? Yeah, yeah, I would. All right. And keep requesting songs that aren't theirs. No, I want to hear Two Princes. You want to hear just Two Non-stop. Princes? Non-stop. Jimmy Olsen Blues over and over? Nope. Nope. Just just two princes Flat over and over boogie. and over again. Yep. I want that to be turned into a 19-minute jam. God, this isn't even the first time we've talked about Spin Doctors. No, it's not. Uh, it is not. Um, so anyway, so we see the, the parallel lives of uh, Mike Bison and Joe Goodwin, and they're both enjoying their victories. But whereas Joe Goodwin is uh, he's, he's 
uh, he's famous and everybody loves him and everything. This bison dude, this minotaur man, uh, he's in a cave and he's getting no satisfaction from murdering people. I wonder how, like, uh, it'd be, I wish they gave him the shadow outline for his gigantic bull penis. Yes, yes, they shade his penis because it was offensive. There's no Bruce Wang here. No. He was oh, I remember were... that when they gave Batman a penis in that comic. In Batman Damned, they, they painted Batman with a penis. Yeah, and then they, they... A big, thick boy. Because they were, they were debuting the DC Black label and showing how far they would go with their mature themes, and then people freaked out immediately, and they had to pull back a little bit. I thought that was awesome. They should show more dicks. Yeah, they should basically just have a sh- uh, just give a, a book to Bruce Wayne's penis, like a I mean, dedicated did, solo book. They did Doctor Manhattan like thirty years ago. What's the big deal? You no, know, almost forty years ago. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I know they've We're, already broke the dick barrier. Yeah, long yeah. Ago, right through the dick ceiling. Yeah. Right. I want at least one dick in every comic, and not just Nightwing. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, yeah. That's uh, his name. Man, they really, they, they really kind of put themselves behind the eight ball with that name. They kept it. I've, I'm very proud of them for sticking to their guns. And, They've stuck with it, yeah. And they're like, they're gonna keep calling him Dick forever. I thought they were gonna go Richard. I really sometimes, did. sometimes they go Richard. Nope. Sometimes they just call him Grayson. I thought they were gonna call him Rich. Yeah. And like, Rich. Nope. he's like, "What's nope. up, Dick?" And he's like, "What's up? What's That's up, me? Dick. I'm a dick. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's Big a good guy. Dick. He's it's a, a good, good man. Name. It's a good name. People good, should take strong, it back. Strong Midwestern Dirk. name. Yeah, good this circus name. Have you ever heard of, you talked to my buddy Dick? Yeah, he's well, my forger. <laughs> well, we take we take the name Dick back, and then Dick stops meaning penis, and we got to come up with something else. Yeah, luckily mm-hmm. we'll yeah, call it's, it a Mike. It's a good yeah, thing. All right. That there, <laughs> if that. only there were multiple names for penises. No, uh, no. Hmm. Well, there's a there's really are only a couple of good ones that you can use casually. Dick and cock. Dick, cock, and and that's it. And you can say penis if you're being clinical, and that's about yeah. it. Everything or else you, is just weird. Or if your joke pops Wang. better. You can't, yes, or if, it, or if it fits the rhythm of your joke better. You can't just walk around saying huang. Huang. You can't say it like Or schlong. Schlong. No, it oh, Bobby, it you work. almost kicked me in my schlong. Pee pee? Yeah, again. Pee pee? Imagine if you said any of these words in the middle of sex. Yep. You can say cock and dick, and that's it. Yep. Maybe you can get away with penis. Maybe, but probably not. All the other ones, doesn't work. Hey, hey, baby, you just made, look how hard you made my penis. Yeah, my pee-pee. She's like, oh, that's a nice hard penis. Oh, look at that pee-pee. That's a good pee-pee. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, it does. It worked for me just now. <laughs> I regret saying it. All right. Uh... So speaking of dicks, this guy's a dick. Um, so Joe's <laughs> son is his manager. <laughs> and his name is Ronnie, <laughs> right? His name yeah. is Ronnie. Yeah, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie's. So like uh, the boxer guy, his wife left him because yeah. boxers are horrifically violent. You know, we, they, they, they portray it as if Joe is like a good dude and, and his son just didn't understand why they got divorced. But again, we don't see anything about it. He was probably a monster. Like we know why they got divorced. <laughs> That's the reason why all boxers get divorced. I am really <laughs> overcompensating on the boxers are monsters thing. No, bro. After I like, dug that hole, yeah, dude, dude, dude their entire like yeah. personality and ego is built around their ability to smash people. Hor- horrible people, yeah, just just knock faces off of skulls. It's crazy. I like I like boxing though. I think it's great. Yeah, of course, it's blood bloodlust. So it satisfies yeah, your yeah. bloodlust. So, but his uh, his but his ex wife drank herself to death. Yeah. So his son came back to live with him, and he became his dad's manager. So they look the same age. 
Yeah, yeah. Joe, well, this was back yeah, Joe, in Joe, the... considering how, in, in comparison, how little boxing he did compared to, like, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. And how Joe still looks good. Yeah. There are a lot of boxers that still look good. There's that giant British guy right now. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was champion for a while, and he still looks normal. Maybe, uh. maybe, maybe Joe looked ugly, but he boxed so much that they just punched his features back into place. Right. Mm. Yeah. And now he looks like a normal person. He's kid gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's working his way up. Unlike Moe in The Simpsons, he's working his way up to kid gorgeous. <laughs> ah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, his son, uh, is managing him, but his whole, his son doesn't really actually love his father and, and or his mom either. He, he loves money. <laughs> he just loves money. He's got expensive taste, you know, yeah. he's really Some kind people. of the hero of the story. If you ask Some me. People, yeah. In terms of American capitalism. Yes. Yeah, he's a great man. So, uh, he's, he's doing a great, and he's doing a great job of managing his father's career in fairness. You know, he's doing I mean, great. Yeah. They're, they're so, they're wealthy because of his decision-making. Yeah, yeah. Because of the fact that he's giving himself CT all the time. Yeah. Uh, His dad seems like he does have CTE. Yeah, okay, he doesn't know what's son, going on. Whatever you say, I guess we'll have <laughs> another bit. fight. Just do it. I don't know. He's like, yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna. I have a great idea to make money. My dad's gonna fight a bull. <laughs> well, then that's. I, he goes, yeah. okay, son. After I fight the bull, man, I'm going to retire and live. I'll with tell you what. I'm going to live uh, with you now, son. We're gonna, I'm gonna win Peggy back. We're gonna uh, go find Peggy, and we're gonna get married, <laughs> Dad. She drank herself to death because you used to beat her and she had to escape with no money. Oh, we'll go get her soon, son, and we'll be a family again. Oh. <gasps> All right. Um, so then we flash over to Greece, which I guess is where the Minotaur Man is. Where they all live. Where they're they all native, live. They're native to Greece. Well, not, 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 not the boxer, not Joe and everybody. They're but... famous for their Minotaur farms. So, yeah. So this dude... Uh, and this is another repeated theme that we've seen in, in a lot of these comics. Uh, people who are, like, uh, obliged to help monsters, even though they could just leave at any time. Yeah. So there's this dude who basically, his job is to find uh, people for the Minotaur to fight and kill. Uh, but he hates doing it. He doesn't want to do it. And he just continues to do it. And they and they pay him in these r uh, ancient coins that are pretty worthless to him. Which is weird. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So they find this dude, this big burly dude, uh, who goes to State University, Yep. by the yep. way. And he's an American. He's like, listen here, you, you weak European. I'm a strong man, see? And I need to Ooh. sit down and have dinner or whatever. Yeah, I got to eat a steak. And so he's got a, he's got a, a sweater on that says State U. Yep. And so this Greek bookie guy is like, all right, well, I'll take this guy. I'll, I'll, I'll offer him some money, and then I'll lead him into the caves where the horrible Minotaur monster is. Yep, and there's right. a private audience. Yeah. A private audience of ghouls and monsters. And they all have their Christian flashlights. <laughs> yes. But they only use them uh, in private. They don't want people knowing they're there. Well, Especially... they sing the praises of the Lord while they come. Yep. Yeah. Well, don't we all? Yep. Thank, thank you, God, for giving us something good in this horrible, horrible existence yep. for three but, seconds. But it doesn't feel as good because they've been circumcised. No, that's too bad. Yeah, I want that sensation back. You know, I need a backpack full of lifesavers. So yeah, yeah, you can get a you can get a life. Well, it's not a backpack full of lifesavers. It's a backpack. Sh uh, oh wait, it is. It's a backpack full of lifesavers. Yep. What? Yeah, the yeah. backpack is just full of lifesavers. He needs, he loves lifesavers that much. Yeah, well, just, I saved his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're made. Of, he gives it to pe he gives it to people as pain medication because it's made of oxycotton. And then there's this other kid who got a lifesaver's flashlight that he thought was a flashlight. Yep. Right. And he ordered the wrong thing. Right. Yep. And he's uh, he's just well, how do I wash it out? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that's just some lifesaver shit you can buy. I tell you it's what, not for really a lot of people, story. a fleshlight would be a lifesaver. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm all in favor of uh, trying a, a loving approach with the incels and just letting them all come once and then seeing if maybe that cools them down. Yeah, right? Give them a fleshlight. God but damn it, guys. they're too busy retaining their semen. Yeah, yeah they're, they're keeping it in a box yeah. in the closet. They got to mean... no-fap their way to success. I have been meaning to uh, look up a video about retaining your semen and why they think it works and what it does. I'm curious. I once saw, and I don't know if it's fake or not, but I once saw a guy uh, on Reddit casually mention his cum box. <laughs> and somebody went like, hey, I got to ask, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I've been, I've been storing my cum in a box for years. And I go, no, 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 no way, no way. You got to show a picture of it. And I don't know. He, he put up a picture and it was tough to look at. And it was a, it was a drippy, uh, like shoe box. No. That was just like, uh, falling apart, you know, cardboard no! falling apart. No! And he was like, yeah, I don't know why I do it. It's just something I started doing a while ago and I just keep it there. And like, so clearly a mentally ill person, if this was real. Oh, I mean, I, maybe it's it. just like where he just, as a kid thought, like, I got to come somewhere and oh, hide it from my Hide yeah. it from my parents. It so starts like, innocently oh, enough. Come in the shoebox. Yeah, why not? Why not? And then just train he's keeps it rolling. He's out of tissues. He grabs the closest yeah. thing because he's about yeah. to come. And then it just becomes. Why a paper box, though? Because you're in a jam and you don't want to ruin anything That's all you got as a kid. Your semen. Do it in your drawer. Yeah, you like the kid who peed in his drawer and got caught. Like you got drawers. I didn't have drawers growing up. I had boxes with my clothes in them. That's how I lived. Dude, in your box. Well, I've, no, because then we're back exactly. To the same it's mission. a problem. Yes, I've actually lived that way for like the last fifteen years. Out of boxes, like, without yeah, with out of boxes and without drawers. Yeah. I've done it. I did it in the past. I don't do it anymore. But yeah, there was a time where I just lived out of boxes. Just what do I do if I got a well, bug out? You still out? don't have drawers. You know what? That was. <laughs> Well, I don't have drawers. That's true. But no, that was my feeling at the time. Is like it, it, I'm living like uh, somebody might kick in the door and I might have to leave real yeah, quick. I don't own this place. But that's not going to happen. Yeah, it could happen. It happens all the time. You get evicted. Not to white people. Yeah, sure it does. There's a, lot, there's a lot of Dolly Parton songs about that. Look, I don't think you've checked your privilege and realized that, that you have the white card. You get away with anything you want. Well, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good so far. I mean, it's, are you paying your rent? Yeah. Well, well, they evict you if you uh, don't do that. So, if, even when you do that, sometimes. I mean, they're, they like, my, the they're like my unemployed something. son needs a needs a place to live. They have to give you thirty days. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this is I don't know what kind of landlords you're dealing with. This is probably your anti landlord bias where it comes from. No, they're bad people. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, getting back to the story. So this uh, this Greek guy, he's like, well, you know, they're paying me, and this Minotaur is paying me in these weird coins that I don't think are worth anything, right? I wonder how he and the Minotaur became friends. Yeah, really. How do you make a? How do you get a Minotaur guy? Because he's booking him work. Yeah. With these guys, these he got like, catfished probably. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, you they're both at the unemployment office, and he's yeah. just like, "Well, big guy like you, I could use a guy like you." You meet people on the freelance circuit for sure. You never know. Yeah. So now they're working mm. together, scamming these robe guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it, it's not working out too well because he's he wanted to get paid in actual money, and so the Greek who who, who books all this stuff, uh, he's looking uh, at this this uh, Goodwin guy, the, our boxer from the beginning of the story. He's like, oh well, maybe maybe I can give him a real fight. You know. Yeah, I wonder why yeah. the newspaper he's reading is in English. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a universal language. All right. Let me establish that. So then um, I read this book on September 12th. 
and uh, <laughs> there's a panel, and you gotta you'll check out the YouTube or something. Check it out the Twitter. We'll put this this picture up. But there is a panel where he says, "Surely they'll free me if I give them a battle unlike any they've ever seen." And then we see a plane flying into the twin towers. Yeah, right. Yep. A burnt out mind forms a desperate plan, and a plane flying into the twin towers. That's great. It was weird. So that's a bizarre panel. I wonder uh, how many listeners we have that were born after that. After well, twenty years old, we have a lot of teenage. We have hey teenagers, hey cool teenagers. <laughs> how many of you are there? Yeah, I'll, I'll, like nine eleven, all that shit is like Vietnam for them. Or you mean in that it's so it's so divorced, it's so far away. Do you mean like yes. Vietnam to us? Is yes. Like... Yes. Yeah, it's something that happened in the... Yeah, it's just some weird shit that happened in the just, past. May not yeah. have been real. May not have just, even happened. Just history. Yeah, if I'm 20 years old, and you're telling me about 9-11, I'm going, that shit, didn't, that shit didn't happen. That's a yeah. lie. Bullshit. There Let was me no... tell you kids about George Bush. The greatest president of all time. Because of him, we have cell phones and painkillers. Mm-hmm. He invented the internet. Those things weren't very prevalent until mm-hmm. then. Al Gore invented the internet. Oh, yeah. He stole it from George Bush. You know, that's pretty great that he just lied and said that and then never, like, apologized. I don't think he ever said that. I think people said that he said that. I really, like, that bold-faced lie. I invented the internet and then refusing to elaborate further. All right, so now I'm going to do it. Because I don't think he said that. Did Al Gore say he invented the internet? Because I don't think he actually said that. That's great, though. Just gaslighting everyone. But he didn't. Again, my point is he didn't. I feel like I'm not being heard. I feel like Mike is gaslighting me when I'm telling him that didn't happen. Uh, I mean, that'd be great if it did. Did Al Gore... Oh, let's see what Snopes has to say. Despite decades of media mirth making about the supposed statement, former Vice President Al Gore never claimed he, quote, invented the internet. Oh, bummer. Uh, Were misleading distortions that originated with a campaign interview conducted by Wolf Blitzer. uh, And he said, um, during my service... In the United States Congress, I took the initiative in creating the internet. I took the initiative in moving forward a whole range of initiatives that have proven to be important to our country's economic growth and environmental protection improvements in our educational response. Or in education system, yeah. Well, there goes the one thing about him that I could have possibly liked. Yeah, yeah. Well, he also took on Man Bear Pig. That was pretty good. Yeah, but that that was Um, so far. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, uh, so the Greek saves up all his money and he comes to see uh, the boxer's son. Uh, you yep. know, well, let's bookie. specify he didn't actually fly the plane into the towers. And we don't see that he it. didn't. Well, he, no, he's on the plane to New York. He jumped yeah. out. He, yeah, he parachuted out. Last possible out. second. Yeah. Uh, so he, he just flags down the dude's uh, son and he says, hey, uh, I'll give you these coins. I'll give you these coins if your dad will come for this special fight I'm trying to book here. Right? He's like, oh, I love shiny old coins. Now, Kinda. here's what's weird, though, because he's saying, I don't understand this. So the Greek is saying, listen, I'll pay you in these priceless coins. And they are. They're incredibly valuable. But the Greek doesn't think they're worth anything. Right. So why is he trying to persuade someone with the coins? This is a lot like the devil's bargain from the last episode. You know, criminals and evil entities are surprisingly bad about money. Because, like, if they're so... Yeah, why doesn't he just take what he has now and retire and stop the bullfighting? I don't know. 
He thinks it's worthless. He's but also, he also escaped. He's in New York. He can yeah, just not just come leave. back. Yeah. Just don't go back. Yeah, so those horrible monsters aren't flying around. It's very confusing. Very confusing. So the son takes one of the coins to a, a, a kingpin, apparently. Yeah. And says, hey, hey, is this worth anything? He says, hey, yeah, it's, it's, it's priceless. It's more like Egghead from the Adam West Batman Oh, series, yeah, a little bit of Egghead. Price. Yeah, moving some price. And... Mm. uh so, uh, what, do you have a problem with Vincent Price? Is he no, canceled? I said, mm, like I oh, saw it. My no. favorite oh, mm-hmm. video of Vincent Price is uh, he's on This Is Your Life. Uh, no, he uh, is on Christopher Lee's This Is Your Life, and he was one of the people they brought out to like, like reminisce, and Christopher Lee was so happy to see him. It was very heartwarming. Wow. Aww. Wow. That is the kindest, gentlest thing you've ever said on the podcast. I would like to see that. No, I posted I like it on Twitter like months ago, and I sh- I'll refind it for you. Yeah, sure. Um, and so uh, he he goes to his dad and says, "Hey, you should do this charity boxing, quote unquote." I'm not going to tell you that I'm actually getting paid in coins. You should do this charity boxing event and give back to the peoples, right? He goes. He goes. That's a good idea, son. But I really should uh, go to the doctor about this tumor on my chin. Yes. I can't walk in a straight line. Something weird is happening. Oh, yeah, he does have a big tumor chin. Look at that. It looks like he's about to fall over. Yeah, yeah, his weight's all off. Um, Bruce Campbell's great-granddad. Oh, yeah. He is and, a super uh, chad, though. Bruce Campbell? No, though, well, yes, but... Uh, Just based the, on that chin. This boxer. Yeah, he's doing great for himself. Like He's he, he's, ama- he's a grown son. <laughs> he looks great. So this guy's got to be in his 50s, and he looks incredible. <laughs> yeah. Like he's got a, he's got the body of an eighteen year old. Yeah, he looks amazing. Yeah, he looks like Superman and like. Well, certain... let's say that son's twenty five. If he had him at twenty, he's only forty five. That's, yeah, that's true. That still bo- would be of, pretty incredible. A lot of boxers continue to fight when they're. That's 45. about your guys' age. Yep. That is not. I'm a far cry away from forty five. No, you're not. not yes, at all. I am. At you're least a, twenty years. You're a close jog. Oh, Jesus. I am thinking about doing the Chicago Marathon next year. I'll say yeah, that okay, if I say cool. if I say that publicly, it makes it more likely that I'll do it. I'll so. do it with you. How about that? Okay, yeah, oh, maybe wow. we'll do the Chicago Marathon next year. Yeah, I'll do it. All right, I'm gonna start training. All right, me too. Train up. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll Are you see. gonna come over and use our our gym, Mike? No, I'm gonna run around the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm gonna have to learn how to run. You guys outside live so better. far away from me. That is that would never happen. That is true. That's I have a lakefront. I can just run. I'm cl- I'm two blocks away from the lake. Uh, how about this? We just meet in the middle. Uh, what on Goose Island or whatever? We're gonna run around our, Goose Island. Whatever our middle is, yeah, it's probably no, fairly you, close you to Goose Island. Start at the top. Yeah. You start at the bottom. You guys meet up in the middle and yeah. say hey, and then, and then you turn right back, back around in and the go middle. the other way. Yeah, we high five yeah. and immediately turn around. And don't say a word to each other. Yeah, exactly. I prefer that. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'm looking forward to that. And she, she just, just dropped her camera. <laughs> All right, this may or may not remain in the podcast. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, this is gonna be the clip. Wow, she might be dead. She hasn't said anything and her camera fell. Okay, there she is. Uh, She had a stroke. Oh my God. Hey. (laughs) Hold on, my screen hasn't come back. We just keep talking about it. We just keep keep talking. Sorry, I'm I'm in a very awkward, cramped place to record and it knocks over my... You're in an open hallway. (laughs) It just fell over, bro. What do you mean an awkward, cramped space? There we go. Yeah, when you consider all the snacks uh, and drinks and stuff you bring with you. That's a weird no. uh that's a weird thing to, to to call some lady snatch. All right. It's tight, isn't it, baby? It's a weird cramp space. A, all right. That's that's not what I was it's not Put where I was going with that. Put your pee in it. Yeah, yeah, the vagina has a lot more things you can call it in the moment. 
And I'm yeah. not going to say any of them. Yep. No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Snatch. Yes, it does. There's, there's the You're not going to say snatch in the moment. I just did. Mm, in a previous moment. Yeah. A snatch is a snatch is at least as appropriate as penises. I mean, maybe not appropriate, but acceptable in that environment. Like, yeah, they'll pretty much all you could say in the moment would be like, "Oh, that's some good pussy." Yeah, <laughs> pussy. Uh, can you say cunt? Yeah, you can if say cunt. Did. Yeah, as long as the other person's cool with it. Oh, okay, so most of, most of the people I've been with were very cool with it. So that's so you can say those two things, but you can also and you and that's the equivalent of saying dick or cock, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And I think there's probably some other vagina ones. There's vagina. Um, there are. There's vagina. Oh man, do we really only have one clinical and then there's snatch? Snatch, but yeah, you're saying you can't say snatch. Snatch is the equivalent snatch. of schlong. You can say snatch <laughs> in the same environment that you can say schlong. Yeah, that's the that's the schlong for that's the female. That's version the female of schlong. schlong. The female yeah, schlong the, is the snatch. It's like it's in French. Right. Right. Yeah. Do we? So we really have we have one clinical term. We have two acceptable sexual terms, say in a sexual context, yep. and then we have a bunch of goofy ones. And yep. one of those is, and both of those are like dick and cock are as well as pussy and cunt can be used as insults. Yeah, and isn't it weird that like uh, if you call a, 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 like a, a dick is a, a bad thing to be called, but a pussy is a also dick. a bad thing. Yes. Yeah, those are also and same a bad thing, thing. And same thing for cock and cunt. Yeah. Yep, you can be a car or a cunt. But the men also have balls, so there's another part. Uh, there's another part of that. It's good to have balls, but it's yeah, bad but, to be a dick. Yeah, but if something goes wrong, you could just say balls, or that's balls. Yeah, I do like saying balls. Uh-huh, so it could be good and bad. Hmm. Yeah, there's nothing else you can really call balls in the moment other than balls. Uh, but I know, but you could step your Testies. toe and be like, ah, balls! Yeah. Yeah, saying something's the tits is a good thing. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, saying tits. Or but 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 if you're British and you call someone a tit, that's a bad thing. Yep. It sure is. Wow. Wow. But if you're Australian and you call someone a cunt, it's not as bad of a thing. No. Nope. Yeah, that's just your brother. That's your bro. You yeah. Call him a cut. Hey, you yep. cut. Yep. Get some fosters. <laughs> wow. What the fuck I is love, this episode, guys? I, I, I fucking love Australia. <laughs> Very spooky. <laughs> It's a very spooky, very unexpected episode. It's a very unexpected and spooky length. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, so anyway, he agrees to go on this promotional uh, charity event, and they fly over to Greece, and uh, they're staying in like a hostel, like a like a <laughs> like where some college kids would hang out. Or it's backpacking. like a, it's a two bed, and you share yeah. it with the sun. He's yeah, just, and the dad is at night. He's like, "Good night, dad. Good night, son." And he's just laying there thinking, "I'm spending time with my son." Well, he's too dumb to realize that something's up here. This guy's like, "I just want to get this fucking Greek money." <laughs> so, so the Greek shows up and he says, "Yeah, here we go. We're gonna go to the. We're gonna go to the place where you're gonna be fighting. It's down in this cave." Yep, and, it's, <laughs> yeah. and all the patrons are libertarians. <laughs> what, what? What is that? I don't understand. I don't what? understand. <laughs> How? How are these ghouls libertarians? Because like they're having a, they don't want the government involved in their oh, uh, so they're doing they, an underground fights. Fight. They're using money money that they made. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. they're grotesque. They got their own mail system. Yeah, they do everything off a grid. Okay. They didn't yeah. sign their driver's licenses, so yeah, they're they don't not. Even have them. They are sovereign yeah. citizens. Like they don't live in society. They have their yeah. own little underground they society. society. They're living away. in a society. Yeah. Uh, George Costanza is very uh, libertarian, apparently. Uh-huh. Um, and Who, so, the real guy? 
No, no, not no. He's a he's a capitalist pig. The real and Jason guy. Alexander. The real guy seems like a theater kid. He, he is. is. Yeah, he's a theater kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah annoying was what I mean. Good for him. Yeah. Annoying and up his own ass is what I mean when I say. Nah, theater he's kid. a good dude. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, so they go down and, uh, luckily the boxer is so much of a half wit that he still doesn't realize that something's up here and they're, yeah, right, they're lit by torches. Mm-hmm. They bring out, so they bring out the, the Minotaur and his first thought is I'm going to take off these great weapons I have that make me able to punch <laughs> well, super hard. I, I don't know if you, you guys caught this, but if you look closely at what he actually says, he says, uh, I've got to fight it without these us crummy gloves. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Dummy yeah. So the first thing he does is he punches the Minotaur and his hand and wrist shatters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so they get into a fight and he's like he's trying to bare knuckle it. Uh I don't understand. <laughs> like if okay, if he's gonna try to like wrestle with it so he doesn't have to punch it, then yeah, take your gloves off. But his whole yeah. s- strategy is to punch it as hard as he can, Gave which up his boxing advantage. gloves would make him be able to do that immensely better. Yeah, I don't know. And he thinks uh, he's got to have a weak spot, and he guesses, well, maybe the weak spot is his face. That's right. Like, this yeah. is, uh, this and is, surprise, this it is, kills him. This is how you beat Nintendo bosses. You look for the most out-of-place element on their body or like something that's colored slightly different, and you just hit it a bunch of times. And like punch out. He's like fighting the Minotaur. I'll, I'll, I'll. Try, try, try the face. And it worked. It worked just fine. Uh, oh, like, so fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> so he punches him in the face, and all these cloak guys are upset because they killed their god? I, I don't really know what the problem is here. So the, the Minotaur's weak spot was everyone else's. Yeah, the exact, yeah. there's nothing specific being, about this Minotaur. Being punched in the face so hard that your brain bounces against <laughs> he, the skull, and you my, go unconscious. He knew my kryptonite. Being punched in the face by a professional boxer. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that can stop me. It's like, I'll use the strategy of not getting hit by him and hitting him instead. <laughs> well, these are two dumb guys. These, right. Neither of these are big readers. He's like looking down at the unconscious mentor. He goes, whoa, look at the size of this thing's cock. Wow. Or Schlong rem- or Johnson. Well, he's just remembering why his wife left him. Standing over her limp body, realizing what a monster <laughs> he is. Yes, he, he snaps out of it. Oh, my God. This shit got dark. The son sees it, thinks to himself, this is why you should always have money so you can get out of abusive yeah, get, situations like this. Yeah, get the fuck out of this situation. Right. Uh, R.I.P. that woman, though. She was a, she was a queen. <laughs> yeah, she quote-unquote drank herself to death. She okay. put up with this shit, and she got out as soon as she could. Okay. Uh, and so they escape as the, uh, the, the creatures, the ghouls, are going to tear that Greek apart. And uh, the man and his son escape, and the son's like, well, what a crazy day we've had, huh? And he goes, son, you betrayed me. I never want to fucking see you again. It's like it's like he just brought him to Greece to fight someone. He didn't know it was a bull. He's doing his job. They were gonna get paid in like like priceless no. gems and, he, and coins. He told, he told his dad you were doing it for free, and he was gonna keep all of it himself. How yeah. is that different than any other boxing manager that exists? It's because not that's related. Why. It's not. That's why they're all monsters. They're terrible people boxing promoters. Yeah, like, like he did his, I'll never forgive you, son. And he walks away. He walks back he, to America. He, without yeah, to say, he walks away in the moonlight in an empty desert. Like, Un- bro. Un- unfortunately, they have to ride back together now. Yes. We only brought one horse. Oh, and that's how that story He rides the Minotaur back. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> he holds the mentor's corpse up. He, he just uh, knocks him out. He wakes him up. Terrible, terrible. And here we see a shitty ad for <laughs> karate, which won't help you fight a minotaur, but no. boxing will. Unless you can identify his weak spot with your foot. Yep. <laughs> yep, gig. Kick, kick to the jaw is the bull's one weakness. Uh, and so next we've got this uh, little two-pager story called Four Eyes. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I have the credits for this. Written by Robin Snyder, again. Uh, pencils by Dick Ayers. Inks by Adrian Gonzalez. Uh, this is pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've uh, so we've got this dude, this dorky-looking simp guy. Uh, but he's also a cowboy. Yep. Right. And uh, the 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 middle bad guy is going to be the Twitter profile photo. <laughs> we're, are we talking about uh, this guy? Yeah, that guy. This guy wearing a hat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can all see that on the the Twitter. Uh, so this dude, uh, he runs. Uh, he he rides his horse into town, right? And he stops at a saloon and he's parched. You know, yep. he wants a drink, but he's got glasses, and this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Some bullies say. Hey, four eyes, you're going to buy the house a drink. And he probably should have just done it. Yeah. Nope. Really? No, nope. never. Did. What are you talking about? Absolutely not. No, no, no. You got you to gotta show that uh, other people are dominant immediately. No, you have just to. You burst up on the floor. You like risk your own life. Like you say, you just say, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. And then you well, get mugged. Isn't it true when you go to prison, you, you got one of two choices. You either beat up the toughest guy there to prove the, your dominance or you immediately submit to somebody and become their bitch. No, no never, ever detention. do that. That's not prison. Wait, is there a bitch system in detention? No, yeah. there is not. You're, you're quiet and you do your homework. I, neither I, of you have ever been to detention. I absolutely have been to detention. I can't imagine either of you have ever. It been was in brutal. Trouble. No, I have. Oh, I've been in trouble. Did you fight the first, the biggest guy at the detention? Is that <laughs> coming from experience? No, I don't. I I just sat there quietly. It was boring. But I do remember I I, I flipped over. Uh, my friend was sitting in his desk, and uh, we were just you know. Uh, fun and around as people do and uh we had a substitute teacher that day who had you know zero control over the class of course weak. and uh so yeah yeah it was a weak man and we showed him he's a weak man weak man and uh at some point uh i flipped over my i flipped over my friend's desk with him sitting in it because uh, <laughs> it was those like the where the chair and the desk are combined you know yeah, it's one very, thing a very, very humiliating seat <laughs> And I just flipped the whole thing over, and then he almost shattered his skull on the floor. <gasps> and uh, and they sent me into detention. And then the the substitute, because what we thought was a pretty funny thing to do when there's a substitute is uh, say present for each other. Like one person would say they're they're the other person, when they would call the role, and we'd all snicker that it's the wrong person saying oh, present. And so went to the detention. I got sent to the principal's office or whatever. And the substitute teacher comes by, and goes, and that wasn't even your real name. <laughs> like that was the worst part of what I did. Was I gave the wrong name uh, and still, which still led to an accurate count, by the way. It still meant that the, the numbers were the same. Uh, like, I could have murdered this guy. So this uh, is why public school fucking sucks. Like, a uh, completely wrong lesson. Taught me the completely wrong lesson. Uh, now you always go by your real name. Yes. That's, that's, that's why I'm very transparent about what my real name is. Yep. You use uh, it all the time. I do. I do. Not just with the IRS. Uh, right in. So, and guess what James's real name is. Yep. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear your suggestions. I work in like the entertainment industry, so most people I know don't use their real name. Yeah, I worked in radio. You don't use your real name. Unless yeah. you're in the news department. That's the only place where you use your real name. Like, no one at work calls me by my real name. Yeah, why should they? <laughs> 
Real names, the world, is, the world is boring. You can't have real names. Yeah, hey, what can't. do they call you? Uh, or can we not say, say it? We shouldn't yeah, say it. You can't say it on the show. can't say it. I mean, most people, uh, they podcast, they say their last names, but I guess we're not doing it. I guess we're different. We're different. We're like Cher or Madonna. Yeah. You're well, just Mike. getting one name or Mike. The Mike. The one which, Mike on the internet. Which also means penis. <laughs> it's the new term for penis. You guys have got to go to YouTube. You got to subscribe. <laughs> yeah. You got to go to Spotify, Apple Music, leave the rates and reviews. And you also have to start calling your penises mics. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you got a lot and, of things and, to do. And, and your vaginas. <laughs> your vaginas are. Mike. Your vaginas are also mics. I can't wait to get my mic in that mic. Yeah, wait, and your so mic is just the equivalent of crotch. Yeah, yeah, I'm crotch. Just everything that's going on down there. Like, like crotch. Anything, anything in your nether regions is called your mic, and I, from now on, will be known as crotch. <laughs> that All sounds right. like that sounds like a character from Revenge of the Nerds. It does. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, well, it was Booger, wasn't that the guy's name? Yeah, Booger, Booger should have been called Crotch. And now I'm going to be in the movie. and uh, We're we going to super fake you in. Yeah, and I'm going to be known as be the character Crotch, who prevents the rape. Good Somebody you. really needed to like, do something about that. I run in there and that. push Darth Vader off that lady. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yep, that's a rape. And the last 10 minutes of the movie is just giving a lecture to this guy. What and the fuck? And I'll like have my, and then it'll be like a spinning newspaper, and then it'll have my <laughs> name, but in the middle of it will be my nickname, under quotes, Crotch. <laughs> uh, Teaches us a valuable lesson about consent. Yes. Yeah. Jesus a Phantom Christ. Phantom Lady production. A Phantom, a Phantom Lady, Lady production. Huh? Phantom Lady's going to buy the rights to Revenge of the Nerds, all right? This yes. We're going we're to re, gonna, we're going to fix okay. it. You're going to put we me in it. Have a, we finally have a reason for a Patreon now. Yes. <laughs> yep. So and we I'll can buy the rights. <laughs> To That's our goal. the nerds and remake it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not so problematic. We're not going to so remake it. We're just going to we're just going to put me in it. We're just going to fix that part, and then we're going to probably have to reshoot the the last scene. Yeah, there'll be a lot of scenes of me just going, "Hey guys, what's up?" And then yeah. you know, or uh, "Hey, he's got a good point." Yeah. A lot, a lot of little guys, mics in the background. Saying or guys, that. we shouldn't rape girls when they think that you're their boyfriend. It's the one thing holding it back from being a perfect movie. Yep. Why were they depicting college like it was some kind of high school? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. That wasn't my college experience at all. It wasn't even my high school experience. They why didn't flip they, anybody's desks over at all. Like, why were there like bully jocks at a college, like a university? It was probably community college. I mean, the same thing happened in Animal House. Yeah. yeah. Didn't happen in Roadhouse, though. And Van Wilder. Yeah, Van, Van Wilder. Wilder. And Van Wilder. Starring it probably happened the, on Road Trip. For a, a friend of the show, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Big uh, there's another typo in this story as well. Uh, the dude with the glasses at some point says, uh, immediately noticed by instead of noticed by. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 do, why do they keep fucking up? I should ask. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love that, that part of that song. That's a great song. That's a great Neil Young classic. That goes through my head whenever I make mistakes. Yeah, I said, well, it should. So, yeah, uh, oh, man, like 10 minutes ago, we were talking about this Four Eyes dude who uh, went into a bar, and uh, he's getting challenged by these uh, local hard asses, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say, uh, you're going to buy us all a drink. And he says, no, nah, no, nah, I won't be doing that. And a fight breaks out, as it naturally would. Well, he, he pulls a James and flips the guy, flips the table on the guy. He does. Yes, he does. The, yeah, but the dude wasn't attached to the table. Like, his chair wasn't attached. That would have been a, a much better move. And then the glasses guy knocks him unconscious with a bull punching strike. 
He he goes off. He goes. Yeah, he off found on his weak spot, which he is thinks, also this man's face. Yes. Yep. He found <laughs> well, it. He thought well, about it. I, I had to find this this challenger's yeah. one weakness. He read that comic. He read the Minotaur comic. Yeah, he flashes mm -hmm. back to it. Remembering Maybe. Hearing well, of course story. he read it. He's got four eyes. Yeah, he's got yeah. glasses. He's a nerd. Yeah. Maybe the Minotaur's weak spot might be a human's weak spot too. Huh. Does anybody else want to call me four eyes? And they're like, no. no and he no, says, no. I'm Theodore Roosevelt. And that's he turns out to be Theodore Roosevelt. That's the big that's the big twist at the end. Yeah, who yeah. existed in the old west. <laughs> this is like the eighteen twenties. Actually, he probably was around the eighteen twenties. He was a rough writer. He's a rough yep. writer. Oh, when what, that's let's a, see. That's, uh, that's an old term for gay sex. Uh Roosevelt born. Uh, 1858. No, he yeah, wouldn't have been around yeah, in the yeah. 1820s. Well, there were cowboys up until like, you know, today. Like, well, like so it would be like what? It would be 1878. Yeah, he could be a cowboy. 1878. Yeah, but I said 1820. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 1878 though. They were still doing this. They were still pretending. Yeah, playing, I should have been a cowboy. Playing That's a great this weird song. game with their chaps. <laughs> what is that game? What is the game with the chaps? It's called Rough Ride. I'd like to know a lot more about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't deny that this was pretty unexpected. It wasn't scary. Yep. But it was, it was unexpected. Pretty, it was definitely unexpected. Yep. Lived up to the title. Yep. Uh, and then we've got one last story, and they saved the best for the end, and it's called The Curse of the Werewolf is Upon You, My Man, written by Dan Mishkin and Gary Cohn, pencils by Adrian Gonzalez, inks by Vince Coletta, who was one of, uh, we've talked about him before, one of Kirby's inkers, who was notorious for deleting parts of Kirby's artwork in order to get the work done faster. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And we agreed that that was probably we the right move. I mean, situation dependent. You know, a lot of people's a lot of people's jobs are on the line if things don't get done. So Here we see yeah. in this comic that having cancer of the chin is very prominent. Oh wow! So one guy now one guy's got a big chin, and one guy has no chin at all to speak of. Yeah, one guy looks like the 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 superhero guy from Pete and Pete. I don't know that show. I only know of that show. Artie, right. the strongest man in the universe. Yes. Who yes. is played by the guy who plays Cotton and Khan in King of the Hill. Yep. That's you correct. Mean, you mean this King of the Hill? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that King of the Hill. So here these guys are talking about how terrible it is to ride the CTA in the right. Yes. It's a tough experience. Uh, so yeah, these guys are riding the train and they're not having a good time with it uh, because not only is there a lot of graffiti and people blasting their boombox and stuff, there's random werewolf attacks. Yep, just like the CTA. Just yeah, seriously, you can't you can't keep them off you. Right. Uh, and so uh, meanwhile, we've got this kid named Lester. Right? No, his name is Slick. He wants to be known as Slick. Yep. Uh, and uh, he's tagging the uh, he's tagging the um, the cars and the train. Lester Slick is going to be my wrestling character's name. Well, and this is, it's very important about his name is because his friend is like, well, why are you tagging it uh, Slick? Well, why don't you want people to call you Lester? He goes, well, because Lester's not anybody. Lester can't read or write or nothing. Uh, but but Slick, well, his, his name's on the subway car. That's a big I should, deal. Uh, for the Chicago Marathon, I should enter under the name Lester Slick. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's only going to matter if you win. Or like, maybe I it should think... be Lester Johnson Jr. I don't think the person that comes in like at the the four and a half hour mark no, is going to be still just read their register name. though. You still have to write your name down, right? You do have to register. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna register as Lester Slick Johnson Jr. I think I get a medal if I do it. You I do. might get a medal. I mean, you that I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that's a big motivator right there. Go home with a medal. Mm -hmm. 
right? 26.2 miles? I can do that. And then you can trade it for Minotaur fights. Yes, if I collect enough of these things, I might be able to put them in a in a cum box and send them to somebody and mm-hmm. exchange it for a fight. Mm-hmm. I love I win. I think you'll find a fight pretty easily if you do yes. that. Yes, I would. My motivation to win is because they'd have to say Lester Slick Johnson Jr. I mean, you would have to run at you probably can't win the marathon. Yes, you can <laughs> with with drugs. Absolutely, I can. Are you saying like nobody can, or just specifically that penis can't? I'm yep. sorry, Mike. Mike can't. Crotch. Crotch. <laughs> no, I'm saying like that's what is your name in all of this? Like, yes, there's a first finisher, but there that's is not a winner. Winning. It's Lester Slick but Johnson how... Jr. Wait, Shay, in what way is the pr- the first finisher not the winner? Yeah, it's the winner. Because I don't see a marathon as a race like also, that. Also, oh, it's like, a race. It's an you, endurance competition. You also don't uh, start all at the same time because it's so many people doing it. That is true. They have waves. But do you not remember the Seinfeld episode with the guy who, uh, no, who was I staying don't. at Jerry's house? He was a marathon runner. And yeah. You, Why you, the you, fuck would I know that? That son of a bitch television. is ice cold. <laughs> Uh, speaking of calling people just son of a bitch and things, that's from that episode mm-hmm. where, where George was meeting people and just call him son of a bitch because that was a cool thing. It meant you respected someone. It was your bro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, George, what we, all right. We like, we edit that. So George is calling everybody cunt. <laughs> well, in Australia, that's probably how they dubbed that episode. Yeah. Let's try saying, to find that. Let's find Australian. Uh, that's too much work. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Jesus Christ. I just got to make it. <laughs> yeah, I just have to make it. Turned into like a little Ringo Starr voice there for some reason. They're yeah, a little the, Australian. The mm-hmm. best Beatle. Yeah, the, the well, the nicest one. The only. Yep, that yeah. makes him great because that music sure wasn't. Yeah, he's a, he's a solid I love drummer. Octopus's garden. Yeah, you would. You would. Octopussy's garden. Yeah, octopus. Yeah, that was the name of our favorite sex toy. Octopussy male something something. Mm-hmm. Made yeah. by crotch. Made by Christ. Uh, so anyway, my brother in crotch, <laughs> my brother in crotch, I have a website for you to look at. Uh, so Lester wants to be known as slick because that means something to him. Right. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, they're investigating this guy who got killed by a werewolf and the investigator has a fedora and a trench coat and a cigar, a cigarette. Yep, he doesn't want to cause a werewolf panic. Yeah, I don't want... He's like, I was a man, another werewolf attack. That's kind of how they treat this. Yeah. Like, ah, man, another one. Well, it is that season. It's that time of year. Well, we can't shut down the CTA. No, people (laughs) got to get to work. Can't afford a lift. Yeah, right. Uh, Think of the traffic. So uh, this dude's like, all right, he's, he's the, the reporter's like calling it in that he's going to, you know, there, there's going to be a werewolf panic and everything if we don't deal with this thing soon. He's really like, yeah, the drama. He, he says, yeah, Manny, werewolf panic. Those were his exact words. No, I haven't been smoking crystal meth. But he had been. That's, That's a right. Twist. As a, as a yeah. uh, reporter, he's got the hookup for that good crystal. Oh, he's got a, he's got a meth guy. Oh, he yeah. Before yeah, he meth smoked guy. to the meth. You, his meth guy is also his forge guy. <laughs> Man, this guy's got, that's how you put together a good network. You don't trust you know? your drug. No, you don't make your drug guy and your forgery guy the same thing. Because you know you're not smoking mm. real drugs then. Oh, he you, you can just forge make, his drugs. You, you can make meth. Yeah, you know, it's I think it's the only drug that like doesn't have a specific recipe. You just kind of put things in a in a pot. Like you, you can make meth. Take some batteries and some Sudafed and you just kind of build up your own meth however you like. Yeah. Yeah, you do what you do what you want. It's like you know, it's like whiskey. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no rules. Yeah, maybe you'll stumble on something great. 
Just got to be brown and gross, like all whiskey. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then we see Slick, and now he's talking to himself about how he's going to give this car a special slick touch, right? So this is all and the then, same. Uh, this is just the same night, right? Yes. I think find, so. Like, they find the body and the werewolf. It's still night, so the werewolf's running around killing yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this werewolf's going around looking for another victim. And meanwhile, the police are investigating uh, the, the, the victim's clothing and everything like that. Um, yeah, and he, and he sticks the walkie-talkie next to his head like a cell phone. Yeah, because he doesn't know how it works. This is, this is that boxer from the previous story, and he lost his career, and he's got to be a cop now, but he doesn't understand how technology works because his brain's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like all cops. Yeah, so he's, yes. Anyone with, I think I said this before on the podcast, yeah. Anyone, when we were talking about Savage Dragon, he wakes up with uh, severe mental problems and he does what anyone does. He joins the Chicago PD. <laughs> yeah. This is, this will be New York, right? I keep calling it Chicago. Yeah, but, you know, come on, man. It's the same thing. I keep thing. saying CTA. It's the same thing. More like CTE with this guy. I think it's yeah. the MTA there. MTA. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they go looking. And they go into the subway. They're like, yep, he must be down there. He's probably... The, they go to the first stop, and they're like, oh, crap, there he is. <laughs> oh, shit. This is going to be a quick night. Ooh, uh, lucky, right, guys? <laughs> so as they're approaching, uh, the werewolf comes up to Slick, who's uh, spray-painting this uh, street, this uh, train car. And the yeah. police immediately shoot the blackhead for spray-painting. You know? Yeah. I'm glad you said it. We were all thinking it. Yeah, I dug myself enough trouble here. Werewolf, look out! <laughs> The werewolf, he's coming right for you. Uh, oh, thanks, guys. The werewolf thinks it's super fucked up, too. <laughs> Dude, the kid was just standing there. Well, what he's you... also the same color as the kid, so they probably shoot the werewolf, too. He, he was holding the weapon. It's a spray can. Get them both. Well, it becomes a weapon. Yeah. Yep. Because then he sprays it in the werewolf's face. He and, and, kills and him? No, the werewolf gets super fucked up on the fumes, and <laughs> yeah, he likes he... it. See, that's and... what I thought at first. And he falls into the, the electrified third rail and kills him. But the thing is weird, like, I thought werewolves could only be killed by silver. And that's it. So, like, but really he just died like everybody else. He got spray paint in the face, but you didn't kill him. And then he got electrocuted. Well, maybe he maybe he's just dying from tripping out on that paint huffing. It's like the reporter, like, immediately, like, takes a photo of the police officer. Like, the police officer who saves the day, killing werewolf. <laughs> Hero policeman. <laughs> Uh, not at all racist. Like they don't mention the kid at all. Yeah. Well, I, no, it's it's the other way around. It's the other way around. Does this story seem possible? Uh, and uh, they talk to Lester, and they're like, "Hey, man, you're a hero. The way you you were uh, vandalizing that train, but then you 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 fucked up that 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 werewolf with your spray they're can." Like, so, they're like, "So, kid, what's your name? It's Lester. Lester Crotch Johnson Jr." And like, don't you have a cooler name you want to go by, like Slick? And he goes, "Nope." <laughs> that's it. Nope. And uh, he agrees that uh, that's the right thing is to use your real name. And that's the lesson we've learned here is always use your real name no matter what. Yep. And yep. so we go back to the, the witches from the Hocus Pocus movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they're like, all right, wasn't that cool comic book, guys? And then one lady's like, I'm going to go to the theater and have a train run on me. <laughs> it's, all right. Uh, yeah. Because she's going to go have a cry. Because my, because yeah. I don't keep Christ in my heart. Yes. So you can't use this website and buy these toys. <laughs> the main wish goes, well, I'm going to stay home and use my Christ-approved yeah. vibrators. My octopus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so they kind of just uh, split up. They kind of go, well, this canceled. This comic's probably getting canceled soon, so let's just go our own separate ways. Right? I bet the older witch lady was sexy when she was younger. Sure. She's got a strong jawline? Absolutely. I'm saying, like, look how she's, like, sashaying around. 
she knows what she's doing. She knows how to work it. We see a little bit of leg. It's not bad. Yeah, if I was an older gentleman. Yeah, sure. Do you think your Do you think your tastes uh, change to the point where like you now find someone your age as attractive as maybe you would have you know twenty years ago? I like, think people are willing to convince themselves they're attracted to people who are willing to have sex with them. Huh. Yeah, it kind of puts us all in like a, a middle ground. Well, the, it's like it's more like like oh, I'd rather have a younger human. But right. So you think I'm... like when when like a sixty five year old man finds a sixty five year old woman and and he he convinced he's convincing himself that she's attractive. Yes. But really, he wants that twenty five year old woman. Right. But he also wants to have sex. And he knows he's probably not going to get that twenty five year old woman unless unless it looks like Pierce Brosnan. And they won't go. And they won't. Uh, they won't have to go super hard. Which they won't, no, they won't. do anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. His, his, his mic might fall right off if he went super hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it kind of works the other way for, for women. They like the silver fox. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's interesting. Shay, do you like silvery foxy people more now than you did, say, 10 years ago? Like when you were, when you were in your 20s, do you think that... I, I assume no. you, Did you find silver foxy people attractive when you were like... 20 years old yeah and do you still find them attractive yeah about the same yeah do you think that'll be true in 20 years for you or do you think you're going to flip the script and then you're going to be into like 18 year old boys then no i've i've never been super comfortable dating younger you don't like younger men yeah or women not dramatically younger women hmm interesting Um, i'm more i disagree with shay Uh, all right. That's interesting. I'm gonna, I'm interested in watching this progress over the, over the course of the next 700 episodes that we're definitely going to do of this podcast. Right. Yep. Um, all right. That's kind of how that book ends. Yep. Unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pretty unexpectedly after 20 some pages. Ends. Yeah. It just kind of wraps up and then we're done and then, you know, we can all go home and watch King of the Hill. She's uh, like, well, I guess I'm going to go up to bed and get my beauty sleep. Before that, I'm going to play with my Arby's roast beef sandwich. Oh, see <laughs> Do you see sandwich you see? <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. That was unexpected. <laughs> nice nice portmanteau at the end of the episode. <laughs> um what we <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gross. Um uh <laughs> Fuck. Uh, what do we think of this comic book? Uh-huh. This is a Dark Sides Couch approved comic. Well, we've had this discussion as well about what would be, aside from our own personal enjoyment of the comic book, what would be an actual approved Dark Sides Couch comic book? Like, what tropes and things would you see in a comic book that makes it an official? sanctioned dark side scotch comic well if it's like a good comic that immediately disqualifies it yeah it can't be well mm, i don't think that's necessarily true but you know what i mean like critically acclaimed or critically whatever. acclaimed probably not um no, it needs to be stupid a couple things i would say is uh exposed brains that's definitely a point i don't know how many points you need to get but i think you uh, get a point for exposed yeah, brains. i don't think this comic hits enough to be a dark side i think you're comic. right i don't think it does I it's a uh, no. It's got a deal that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, that's, it's a fair, got, that's uh, fair. Reasons that cannot be explained. <laughs> sure, uh, uh, it's fun to read despite how bad it is. Uh... Yeah, I I would say a couple of notes. I would say would be um, exposed brains for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say uh, apes 
especially yep. apes and and Shea pointed this one out apes in human clothing yep. or, or or masquerading as humans mm-hmm. um another one i would say and i realized this one after our last episode after the thing when we read the thing uh two weeks ago uh criminals who are unrealistically invested in something that has nothing to do with crime like well, you know, dead men tell no tales right they tell they tell no tales dead men whatsoever tell no tales mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't know uh by that criteria it is it, it it might it might qualify as a dark side couch approved comic I'm not I like sure. it. I like it for how uh, stupid the reasoning is for lots of stuff. <laughs> Shay, what did you think of this comic book? Uh, I, it was unexpected. Yeah. I'd yeah. say like a, it's a point for that. Three out of five. Three out of wow. Well, I I actually only gave it a two out of five. Paint huffing werewolves. Oh. <laughs> All right, nice. got um, it. all right. Time to think of a new tag now. All right. Wow. <laughs> I purposely stay away from taking clips from like TV shows or something because I figure you're going to use them there. Right, but it's the same. It was the same well, joke. Well, you could expand on it. You could uh-huh. expand no, on. No, I have like two other ones. I, all I right, all right. Well, get 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 to stepping on it. We don't have much time. No, I'll. It's got to drop soon. Um. All right. I guess we should talk about how we're going to wrap up Halloween. Yep. All right. Um, and we've got the hollow wheel. Yep. With lots of great things on there. I'll yeah, be honest. The, the choice will be made by Papa Legba. <laughs> the, the one I honestly would, would be pulling for the most is a Shea one, uh, the Halloween Wildstorm Halloween trilogy of terror. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the one I want, but it's probably gonna be one of these dumbass ones that Mike picked yep. with 19 horrible stories. I took out, uh, I agreed to take out a lot of them. Did Do we want to make any adjustments? Nope. We, we're Let's just going to spin it as it is. Yep. Oh, God, spin it's going it to be bad. I'm definitely not going to get what I want. Okay. Well, we, we do need to Yeah, some... we all wanted unexpected tales. Well, I didn't know I wanted it. That's why it was unexpected. Uh, yeah, it was great, uh, though, unexpectedly. Unexpectedly great. Um, all right. Well, we got to play some turn-in music. So uh, we've got something from... I'm trying to find things that are uh, about, you know, turning and wheels and such, but are also very spooky. And I found the spookiest band, of course, Kiss, Ooh, right? That's uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they've got a they've got a round song. They've got a spinning song. Let's see what we got. I'm sure it's appropriately spooky. It's uh, what makes the world go round from when they took their makeup off. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. good, and it wasn't good. The album where they put their makeup back on is my favorite Kiss album. Really? Which one is that? Yeah, Creatures of the Night. Wow. Yep. Yep. Put that makeup back on. We don't need to be seeing this. Did you ever How see far that away cl- from Psycho Circus is this? A lot. Like yeah, yeah, years. a lot of years. That was okay. a McFarland thing, yeah. Todd McFarland got involved with that one. What were you going to say, Mike? I don't remember. All right. Oh, there's like a compilation somewhere. Someone was telling me about it, and I need to check it out. Of Paul Stanley asking the crowd questions during live events. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, like, like Paul says, hey, guys, have you ever? Uh, and he'll say something like ridiculous. And they're like, yeah, well, we're about to rock and roll God. about that right now. I I feel like Kiss is a spooky band because not because necessarily the makeup or the imagery or anything, but because I feel like they're sticky. Like, I feel like if I was ever like on a subway with Kiss and our and our skin touched, like we'd be we'd be ripping off each other's flesh. They feel like they're covered in something. Hey guys, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a band with your best friend and then he ended up becoming a total fucking asshole years <laughs> later? 
He's like, then he like <laughs> looks over at Gene Simmons. <laughs> Wait, which one are you talking about? Gene Simmons is looking at Paul Stanley, like just shaking his head, like, fuck, man. <laughs> They're all horrible people. Hey, guys, have you ever thought about it? You come home to your house and it's a little dirty, even though the clean lane was just there, and you just beat the fucking shit out of us? <laughs> Why is his voice so high? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you successfully portray yourself as like an intimidating, spooky band when that's your voice. Hey, guys, have you ever thought about yourself? I'm going to be a star man from space and make a fucking rock band with not a whole lot of change. <laughs> All right, let's spin this wheel. Let's see how we're wrapping up Halloween here. I I like Kiss. I, I like kinda, that they're I all. I kind of do. I like that they suck too. That they're pieces <laughs> of shit. <laughs> all right. Maybe we'll stack the deck a little bit in favor yeah. of the Wildstorm Halloween Halloween trilogy of terror. There, there we go. Hey, look at this! Hey, Yay! Everything worked out. Third, fourth <laughs> time's a charm. Nope, there was only one time. That was Bapa Legba. The Wildstorm Halloween Trilogy of Terror, which is a good... So this means that I got one book in and Mike got one book in and Shay's going to wrap up the month with uh, the Wildstorm Holiday Trilogy of Terror. Halloween uh-huh. Trilogy of Terror. Um, Wildstorm like the comic company? Yeah. yeah. Well, like the imprint from Image, yeah. So yeah. let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, it's another anthology book, but it's got Gen 13 in there, Ooh. who we've never looked at before. How do their vaginas not just pop out of them outfits? You know, I've wondered their mics, that. Their mics, you mean? They do it yeah, in the mics. 80s, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Those, but she's fucking those two guys, because they're both also very sexy. I think that's Lynch, and uh, I don't know this other guy. That's Mike Crotch. Uh, Mike Lester Crotch. Man. All right. Um, I guess we're doing this, right? Yep. Yeah. We just, just kind of... Uh, all right, uh, we, we let the wheel decide on that for sure, and there just be no discussion about the matter. Well, I don't know anything about Wildstorm, so this would be fun. Yeah, I don't know a ton. I mean, it's Jim Lee's imprint from back in the day that he eventually just sold to DC, but that's where he got like Midnighter and Apollo and Jim the Lee loves naked chicks. <laughs> yeah, he's a red-blooded male. As you list off the naked men. Well, I mean, I mean, they're at least like covering their bits. Yeah. Like her outfit, like makes her bits stick out. I think we covered a lot of bits over this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah quite covered, a few bits have been addressed. Maybe, maybe, maybe too many. No, arguably, the right amount. Cut a couple of these bits out. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna come back uh, in two weeks, and we're going to uh, look at the nineteen. I think it's from nineteen ninety-seven, the Wildstorm Halloween Trilogy of Terror. Yep. We're talking about Gen thirteen. Very scary. <laughs> And we're also going to see if we learned how to whistle properly. Very, yeah, that'll be unexpected. It'll be very unexpected. It might be more unexpected than this episode was. Shay, you got any plugs for us here at the end here? Yeah, do. Uh, Listen to other unexpected movie pitches from Crotch on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Mm -hmm. any other podcast app that you can probably think of. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can also listen off of DarkSidesCouch.com and send us your religious sex toy recommendations at DarkSidesCouch on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or on YouTube. Follow us on all those places. Follow us on YouTube so that we're not a domain with a bunch of random ass pieces in there. We look like assholes out here. It looks like a suggested Google password, okay? Fucking Christ, fix it, Mm -hmm. fix it. And we need you guys to fix our problems for us. This time it is required of you I guess I could right. just, you know what I could do, though? I could just make a bunch of fake, but fake profiles accounts, yeah. and just like get fake, it up to 100 and change it. Fake accounts. I'll still get my dopamine rush from that. Like, I could just do work. that. There's nothing stop. That's, that's doable. Yeah, it is doable. I mean, it is kind of what people do. They just buy bots. Maybe I'll do it this this winter. <laughs> yeah. 
Or or you guys you guys listening could just go ahead and do it and help us out. That's all you can do and be done. You got a yep. free co- you got a free podcast here. Yeah, right. Unlike unlike every other podcast that makes you pay. Yeah, you tell you what every they ma- other one that makes you pay. I'll yeah. tell you how they make you pay by being shitty. Yeah, yeah, they make you think that maybe if you behind this paywall is the good stuff. And then there's nothing. And it's just shit. It's just more Joe Rogan interviews. Yeah, very expected. Very expected. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's it. I think we've berated people enough there. Um, anybody got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Like it's best to be based and unexpected. Shay? Uh, wash your flashlights thoroughly. So that's all for now, Christian Crusaders. And we'll talk to you next time on the couch. So we're going to be playing some things we haven't played.